Hey everybody, it's Wednesday night. It's another episode of My Life Has Destiny podcast. Y'all know I am one of your hosts, Quint. I'm here with my sister, Coco, and our honorary co-host. Hey, we got tea in the building, y'all. I'm excited, and we have a very, very special guest, Prophetess. Chandra Fraser is here on tonight with us, and she is going to she is going to do what the Lord would have her to do on tonight, y'all. Y'all know we're unscripted. We're very, very unscripted. So whatever the Lord leads us to do is what we're going to do. I'm sitting here on my sofa today because I'm in pain, but I'm here. And we're going to give you 110%. I promise you, you will have an awesome, awesome show on tonight. We are all here just trusting God <laughs> to move by his spirit on tonight. Are y'all ready for what's in store? Are y'all ready to hear from this powerful woman of God? Are y'all ready to do what the Lord is asking you to do on today? And will you recognize his voice? If he speaks to you, hmm, things that make you go hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I am going to turn this over to my beautiful sister, Coco Fenton. And then we're going to have Mr. T say a few words and we're going to put it in the hands of Prophetess Chandra Frazier. I just have one question. Yes, ma'am. Is it, is it your, is it live on your page or the group? My page, all, of all, pages, all pages. On your Facebook page? Mm -hmm. I see it in the group. Oh, okay. I don't see it. Oh, yes, I do. Never mind. Okay, okay go you ahead. You shared it in the group already? I didn't. You could go ahead. You found it. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'm a little bit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Coco, it's in your hands. Well, you guys, we are here once again. Again, what can I say about tonight? Tonight I am ready because I don't know what Miss Chandra is coming with, but um, I'm gonna say this to you guys. Y'all know how I do. So um let, let me go ahead and get the ball rolling and I'm gonna let her I'm gonna let her keep it rolling here in just a second. Um the question that I got for y'all tonight before Miss Chandra starts is where are you? And I'm asking this question um, because I want to know where you are. Um, I say that because the, the Lord asked them why were they hiding from him when they were in the garden. Um, so he, where are you? You know what I mean? Um, in this season, this is not the time for you to be trying to duck and run um, from where you are supposed to be uh, headed and going. Because if you duck and run, you delay yourself. In this season, too many people have already delayed themselves for far mm -hmm. too long. And he wants to know how much longer will it be before you actually put your hand to the plow for what he told you to do. Um, you, Everything that he gives you um, the tokens to do has a time schedule upon it. And if you choose to keep sitting on it, that time begins to run out. Um, and if you don't, the, your time is going to run out before your season is over. 
and you do not want that in this hour. Um, I say that to say this is that um, just like when he asked the disciples, why are you sleeping when you were supposed to be praying? He's, he's wondering where you are. He's wondering why to a lot of things. And it's, it's funny because he's coming to collect the answers. And a lot of us are not ready to answer. Oh. Um, it's at the end of the day, it's your walk. Nobody else can walk your, your walk out but you. And, and you have to be prepared to answer. It's funny that you answer the call to everything else, but you won't answer his. You you run away from his voice instead of running to it, and um, this is this is not the season for that. It's so many people becoming displaced, um, in the spirit realm, um, and it's real sad. You know, uh, the the Lord is moving and shifting things in so many ways, and you don't want to be a part of the shift that's shifting the wrong way, because it's going to be hard to come back. In this mm-hmm. season, um, it's going to be hard to return in this season. So, again, we have told you guys in previous videos to maintain your position and maintain your posture in this season because that is very important. And it's funny that you keep getting it from not just us, but I'm sure that you're getting the same confirmation from elsewhere and you're mm-hmm. still choosing to bypass it all. Um, at the end of the day, can nobody can make you do anything you don't want to do. But why would you run from the life giver and pursue and chase something that is that is not stable? Mm-hmm. Um, stability is, is something else. And, and like we always say, the definition of insane or insanity is to keep doing the same thing with the, no result, no change in the result. So, um, I mean, it's it's a heavy burden um, to bear sometimes when you feel the things that you feel in the spirit for the people. But mm-hmm. the, people the people cannot see the, it for themselves. Um, in this season, it is truly time for you to face the man in the mirror um, and, and learn what you need to change about the man in the mirror. Um, when you see those things about yourself and he shows you who you are, you know what you need to fix. Only you know what you need to fix. And at the end of the day, he still takes you flaws and all, and he still wants to make use of you. Yes. As to where if it was man's calling to do it, your flaws would disqualify you with man, but your flaws qualify you with God. Yes. So again, I tell you all the time, if y'all want to try something, take God for a test drive. I promise you, you'll go back to him again. That's right. So take it for a test drive. Try him just one time. I say it's like the whole, the Pringles, the little Pringles slogan, what you pop, you can't stop. Try him one time. I promise you, you'll go back. Amen. Because he, he is the one who will do exceedingly above all that you could ever ask. Yeah. Or think as to where you know where where man makes promises and fails them all the time, mm-hmm. but God's promises are yet yes and amen. Amen. There are none of His promises where He said that they were no. That's right. So they were of not, and and I'm a firm believer that that He is a man of His word. 
Um, and I and I I sit back and I watch him do things that I know that only he is capable of doing. And Amen. and um, he is a miracle worker. He is a healer. He's a lot of things that I could call out and name, but I can name him for all of that because that's what he has been and still is to me. And I would love to have other people be able to experience him in the manner that I have. But that's an experience that you have to want. Amen. You know, so I say this again, where are you um, in this season? Uh, in the season of your life, where are you? Why are you hiding? Why are you not working? And why are you not working on what he gave you? This is the things that he has given you in this season so that when you get ready to hit that next level in your life, you can start it in a stable condition Amen. that you are no longer wavering back and forth, wondering what's coming, what's going to be, because that season is about to run out. So I'm telling you guys, get yourself in proper position. Amen. Get yourself in receiving and giving position. Mm-hmm. Yes. In order to receive, you still have to be able to give. But I'm going right. to tell you now, you better watch how you give. Amen. Because the way you give is the same way you are going to receive. Mm. That's true. So, um, you guys, I could keep going, but this is not my night. <laughs> um, I, uh, so, I'm telling y'all. But I'm, I'm, that is my question to y'all tonight. Where are you? Um, so go ahead and T if you got something that you want to say before Miss Chandra gets going. This well, is your time, so <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You know, being Terrence Jackson, I saw that lead and you gave me because I was thinking of the man in the mirror too, you know, just about how, how that's supposed to work out, you know. But I didn't want to jump on or anything like that for you all. But um, I, I just think it's so amazing what God is already seeing, producing, and leading uh, even this show and the parties that he's brought together already. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact is, is uh, Quint led off with um, a series of questions, one of which uh, led us to think, where are we? Are we willing to change to what God is leading us to? Right. And then uh, here we are with you, Coco, and you brought us right back to us. Where are we? You know, where are we on God's walk? Where are we on the decisions God has put, placed before us and where he's leading our path? And in the exact same area, um, I've been hit with confirmation over and over of the double-edged sword of where am I? Because mm. as I judge, so will I be judged. Mm-hmm. And am That's I ready it. for that? Because That's I'm sure enough ready to judge y'all. I don't care. I got I got y'all down pat. <laughs> you know? So what does that say gonna happen to me? You, you get what I mean? Because yes. God God's word is true no matter what. And yes. so I think that leads us right into promises. Uh yes. she's gonna tie us up with a bow, bring what God has already asked asked us mm-hmm. to hear and receive. And I am so excited to go forward. Amen. 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 Well, Miss Miss Yadra. Hi guys, I'm Chandra. Um, forgive me, y'all know I'm so bad at formalities, but I want to thank you guys for um having me on the show. Um, I think it's awesome what you're doing, and I guess it ties into what God has been dealing with me about. I'm gonna say for the past two nights, because you asked the question, Coco, um, where are we? And Mm. I'm going to say, was it uh, 
Tuesday morning, I woke up at 3.11 on the dot in the morning. And I woke up and I just had a burst of energy. So I just started cleaning up. I, you know, YouTube, my gospel worship music. So I'm cleaning and worshiping. And God dropped in my spirit the crossover. Mm -hmm. And go back to, to my remembrance. You remember the rap group? EPMD, they had this song called The Crossover. Yes. So mm -hmm. then he started, and I know somebody might be like, God did not show it. He did. <laughs> so forget <laughs> me. He deals with me with natural things, things that you know. Uh so long story short, he brought the lyrics back to my remembrance, the purpose of the song, and the reason why EPMD uh made the song the crossover because they were basically speaking out against rap artists that had started to collaborate with pop um, artists and R&B artists. So they basically were saying, you you gone commercial. Mm -hmm. And what God began to say to me is that many who have in the body who have started outright, they have now crossed over. Mm -hmm. Because now they're commercial because they now they have a name now because they, you know, they're bestseller and, you know, they have their entrepreneur. So they're being recognized. So the fire that they had when they first started, when they really had that desire to see uh, God's people set free and delivered, mm -hmm. see, the enemy came in, deception came in. And, and what, what, what happened was, they became celebrities. Uh huh. So God was saying that the people that you're going to see, the, the unfamiliar faces that are coming forth, and this, these people, to answer your question, they know where they are because they know that they are hidden in Christ. And, and also God said that, that, that because of their confidence of who they are in Christ and who he is to them, uh, it's going to seem like they're coming off as cocky, as arrogant, because they're not going to be speaking as the church speaks. Mm -hmm. Come I'm on. sorry, guys. One minute, my son can't get in the house. One second. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That is how Amen. life works. <laughs> so what he was saying was, I'm sorry, bring me back to my last point. Oh, so what he was saying was, it's going to appear to people that they are blaspheming. Just as it was with Jesus, when Jesus compared himself to be one with the father. So mm -hmm. you got these people that their, their language is going to be that of, of Jesus Christ. They know that they are one with the father. They understand that they move and operate in Christ Jesus. So mm -hmm. God was just showing me this because... You know me. I'm like, well, God, you know, I see all, don't get me wrong. I've seen God do some, woo, so super, mm -hmm. I'm a believer because I've seen him just do some stuff supernaturally. I mean, stuff that, Come thank on. God I had a witness with me. So, because people probably be like, you, he didn't no. do that. You're crazy. And he was saying the reason why we don't see 
um, a lot of signs, wonders, and miracles, a lot of deliverance is because of the crossover, uh. because of the commercialism. So what, and, and what he began to show me, he said, what people have done, these people have done, they have created themselves just that, like when Moses uh, went up to the mountain for 40 days to spend time mm -hmm. with the Lord and they convinced Aaron to make this go. They have raised up a golden calf mm -hmm. and they're calling it Jesus. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Have your way, Lord. Come mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Come on. Have your way. Yes, so that's man. why you see we got the cash app profits and we got the every time they give you a word you got to sow a seed now i'm not against sowing seeds and i'm not saying that god won't have you sow a seed but see when you have that relationship with god and you you understand his word so you mean to tell me every time god releases you to give a prophetic word in order for that word to come to pass in the individual's life they got to pay for it the devil right. see this is that golden calf in mm -hmm. operation mm -hmm. this new jesus come on you talking right come on and so God began to say to me that basically in this season, because the spirit of, de of deception is at an all-time high, Say that. Mm. and the purpose of the pandemic, the shutdown, it was so that God can prepare his people. Mm. You mm. asked, where are we? See, technically, we were supposed to be in the secret mm. place. You better come on, man. Oh, my and God. On, man. You know, in total uh, communication with the Father, we wasn't supposed to be all fearful and, and acting as the world acts. We were supposed to be getting insight and downloads and instructions from the Father. Mm. But mm. just like Adam, that serpent came to mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mercy. And I remember when God told me that the spirit of COVID-19 was it, it was moving like a snake. Come on. So and he he gave me the analogy of what it was doing was it, it was like the spirit of python that comes to suck the life out of people and what we saw in the natural was actually what was taking place in the spiritual come realm. on ma'am come on ma'am in the natural because the people weren't where they were supposed to be they were supposed to be in the secret place they were supposed to be in the garden they Ooh, wasn't even supposed to be having a conversation with the serpent See, on. one thing what i learned why the bible says be quick mm -hmm. to listen, yeah. slow to speak mm -hmm. and slow to anger because sometimes we we respond we we listen to respond but we don't listen right. <laughs> oh Jesus! If you're not bringing a confirmation, you know. Okay, what is this person really saying? And I'm gonna use this. I remember, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why I went through five years of hell in a relationship because initially, the person told me, you know, I slipped up. You know, I've been celibate 
for you know while and I slipped up and we fornicated. But that act of fornication, I'm on the floor. Oh, I'm sorry, God. You know, I'm acting a fool because I was convicted. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't care the person was there. I just mm-hmm. felt at that moment, you know, like, oh my God, like, oh Lord, I hurt. You know, I heard God and that individual, I will never forget this, looked at me and said, Chandra, it's not you. It's me. I'm the devil. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you know me. Like, why would you call yourself a devil? You're not a devil. But he told me what he was. Come on. Come on, ma'am. But he was. And a lot of times we fall into error because we are listening to the wrong voice. Yes. Mm. Come on, Miss Chandra. Don't you make me throw my shoe at this camera, girl. (laughs) You know, Paul says there are many voices in the world and each have significance. But you better understand that you are listening The only voice that you are obeying is the voice of God. Jesus said, my sheep knoweth my voice. A stranger they will not follow. And what God had to show me was because I didn't heed. Say that again. I should have ran. Say that again. But you know what happened? I went in even deeper. Come on. Come on. That relationship with the narcissist almost cost me my mind, Mm. my reputation in the body of Christ, because I hearkened to the wrong voice. Mm. And, and, And just like many now in the body of Christ, they are hearkening to the wrong voice. That's Come why you see problem. people running around with the spirit of fear, you know, running around, you know, now we got anxiety on the mm-hmm. all-time high. We got depression. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that things won't arise, but when they arise, you have to understand things, these things have a voice. They mm-hmm. speak to you. Mm-hmm. But just like Jesus did when the enemy came to tempt him, he used the word of God. And that's why a lot of times we talk junk like, oh, Satan, you ain't going to do that. Satan is not afraid of you. That's it. (laughs) Say that again, ma'am. I'm going to say the oldest we may be, uh, honest, I'm not sure. I'm 47, so... I'm 47, right? So in my own strength, I'm dealing with an entity that is thousands of years old. Say this, Miss Chandra. Mm -hmm. So apart from Christ, I'm no match for him. Come on. He's not afraid of me. Mm -hmm. Now, what he's afraid of when we begin to rise up in our Christ authority, when we know who we are in Christ, that's (laughs) what he's afraid of when we know how to wield that that sword righteously. But he ain't afraid because you saying, Satan, the devil is alive, Satan, get under my feet, whatever. He's not afraid of that. And I'm going to tell you why he's not afraid. See, the devil doesn't use any new tricks he doesn't have there you go come on with chandra 
Charlie Brown. I like to bring things to things. Remember in Charlie Brown, what would Lucy do? She will always get that football, right? And she would convince Charlie Brown to try to come and kick that football. And every time he, because he was so determined to show her that he could kick this football, he would what? Use all his might, run up to it, and she would just like effortless, effortlessly, as soon as he get close, just pick it up. And what would happen? He would fall clear on his back. And that's what the enemy does. He said, why? He uses the same tricks because he said, you know what? You fall for it every, every time. Every time. Mm, mm, Give mm. Michelle a little every time. Ma'am. 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 He used what every you like. Look, he knows. Mm-hmm. He I, knows. Said, I said it days ago. I said, stop <laughs> allowing people to use your desires against mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Loneliness, fear, curry chicken. Man. <laughs> Come on. Man, it ain't nothing new about what the what enemy is trying to do. It ain't real, nothing right. new. He's doing the same thing he always did. The only thing he might be doing is he using new people. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly. That's it. But he ain't yeah. using no no new tactics. The tactics are still right. the same. The faces are different. That's, That's right. it. Uh, and come we, on, we can bring that. We could even use. Remember the movie Denzel Washington played in Fallen. Yep. Every time they the, the spirit would get into an individual, they would either commit murder, whatever it was, or and once they get killed, what the spirit do? Leave out of them and find somebody. That's all he does. Mm -hmm. But until we get into our rightful place in Christ, understanding we are seated in heavenly place. Because this is how God talks to me. You're too low, Chandra. You're responding to that. It's affecting you because you're out of position. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's, there we go again. Response. Come on with it. Yes, ma'am. So although these people coming against me, but God looking like, okay, but when you respond, because we're seated in heavenly places, neck at the right hand of the Father mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. So now that means we come in, I'm, I'm, we leave in our high position mm-hmm. to come down to deal with some low level so God is like you're out of position. Yes, mm-hmm. everything don't need a response. Right. He got that. Yeah. When we're in the corporate world, yes. um, so many times they tell us, you know, I gave you this job. Why are you over here stacking papers? Right. Why, what what told you I hired you to go stack papers? Well, I was trying to help let them know, you know, that I'm a part of them and we're all together. Well, that's mm-hmm. not your purpose. Your purpose wasn't to let them know y'all together. Your right. purpose was to leave that area. Yeah. It wasn't for you to stack a paper. It wasn't for you to sweep up an area. You are the one in charge. That's right. And that's what God has given us. Exactly like you said. He told us to be in position. Amen. But then what do I do? I get scared, doubtful, worried. Oh, I can't. Oh, Lord, if I say that, you know, that might start a commotion on the bus. You know what I mean? If I say that, my family may not talk to me. Well, they ain't talked to you before. Right. <laughs> right. 
Right. Bro, amen. Amen. That is so real. We've been talking about how you respond to things in this season for a minute now, too. It's your response that he's looking at. Mm -hmm. It ain't even the situation that you're dealing with. It's your response to the situation. That that's what he's looking at. Mm -hmm. If every time your response is you 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 ain't Christ like no more. <laughs> Everything <laughs> that go on, <laughs> a switch come on and you in your flesh every five minutes. Right. Look, your response. You need to work on that. I mm-hmm. need I need you to fix all of that mm-hmm. um, because it ain't worth it. At the end of the day, when you sit back and you and you look at it, you like you know what my response to you is. Yep, okay. I got That's a one it. word response. Yep, mm-hmm. okay, okay. That's <laughs> okay. it. You know that's 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 what I got for the folks in this season. Yep, and okay, yeah. That's it. <laughs> and, and to and and one of the and it's it's funny because the Lord told me He said to me He said actually the enemy is blind. He can't see you because you're hidden in Christ. Mm-hmm. So what He does, He He does things to provoke you because he's trying to locate you. Mm-hmm. So depending, God says, if you respond in the flesh, he found you. Found you. Now you came out of position. You know, with the word of God, yes, you're still hidden. So he, all he sees is Christ. Right. So every time that we are faced with the, uh, um, a situation, um, a temptation or a trial, it's always because the enemy is trying to locate you. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, depending on how we answer, how we respond, it determines the outcome. That's and I know me, I when you know, God plays things back to me like a movie. You know, that's you how he Come on, with it. Yes. Well, he always shows me where there was the opportunity for me to escape mm-hmm. and then where I missed it. Because yeah. it could have been a phone call. Yeah. You know, somebody was calling me to distract, to get me out That's of this situation or, you know, I was supposed to be something. I always find when I'm not, when I, anytime I wasn't where I was supposed to be, trouble always happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, um, Encourage, especially the body, because we have to get that love back for souls. Thank you. And I think many have gotten away from that. Yes, um, kudos. We we got we got our businesses. We got all of that. And I'm, you know, God wants us to have all of that. But in everything that God gives us, is still about souls. That's Who it. are you ministering to? Who yes. are you living the life before? Yes. You know, who are you showing Christ to? Mm-hmm. Because at the, the, you know, the end result, we got, what did Jesus says? Go ye into the world and preach that's the it. gospel. Your job mm-hmm. right now, wherever you are, that's your world. Amen. Well, you you know you lead in the Christ when we go mm-hmm. to the supermarket, but everybody wants to be famous. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want to make a name for themselves. You Ooh, know, we got Jesus. workshops how to build your ministry. You yeah. know, workshop. you build your ministry by preaching the gospel yes. and being obedient to the Lord. Jesus says, if He be lifted up, He will draw yes. all men. Oh, 
So a lot of times what the enemy does, he see, cause he can give you an idea too. And, and it can be good, but a good thing could be evil. If it's not in right, if it's not what God commands us to do. Mm -hmm. So now you, that's why it's called the kingdom of righteousness, not mm -hmm. goodness. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, he can say, "Oh yeah, do this, do this, do that one, do yeah, you you do this." And 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 it's you know it's not a knock against anybody, but I've never seen so many life coaches, so many prophets, so many. I'm not knocking. I'm not saying that, but it's like with all of that, are you are you effective? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Thank when somebody you. has an encounter with any one of us in the body of Christ, they shouldn't leave us feeling the same way that they felt. That's right. Before they came around us, there should be a release and a deposit. That's Meaning, right. whatever it was that was heavyweight on them, or whatever it was, it's they should be released of that. And some Christ, the word should have been deposited. It should be Amen. evident. That they were in the pre that they was in the presence of God. Why? Because we house, we embody mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. presence of God in the form of His Holy Spirit. Amen. So I, I just see God changing the language yes. of yeah. His people, where you know we declare boldly, you know, I'm one with the Father. You know, I, I said that's my father. Like, Come you know, on. I don't, I don't know. You know, people say you, you know, they be like, oh, you got to do this and that just to get to the presence of God. But my Bible tells me that we can come boldly before the throne of grace. That's and right. I, I had a conversation with um somebody where they was like, you know, they could remember they used to when they used to have a you know drinking how they would have their drink but they would be crying out to God and talking to them. Now somebody religious would be like, "Oh God didn't hear you because you was whatever." I remember I used to have a cigarette in my hand and I said, like, "Lord, I'm so sorry," but you know, and I would be talking to him and he would be talking back. I remember one time I was having smoking a cigarette and God was like, "Go tell that girl." I forgot what it was, but whatever, when I went to her, she was like, oh, my God, my income tax check, it was a couple years ago, didn't come, whatever. And as soon as we had the conversation, she got the bank notification mm. on her phone that her money had hit her account. Jesus. No. No. So I'm not saying, but God would rather us be transparent. The problem is right. be transparent. He sees you anyway. Amen. That's it. That's it. Too busy trying to cover it up. You know, we got to be transparent. You know, like I told I don't know, you know, no other way to come to him but to come to him, come to him real. That's right. It. You know, listen, you know, it's me again. Like, you know, that's all that's me. right. You right. know, he laughed at me because she, you know, mm -hmm. right. like that, you know. And I think that's how it, I, I think we're, how can I say? I don't try to church people. I try to lead people on establishing a relationship with God. That's it. Amen. Because my encounter with Christ, I didn't have an encounter in church with him. I wasn't thinking about church at that time. And mm -hmm. I'm not knocking anybody who had that encounter. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying for me, he came to where I was. He met mm -hmm. me in my room. Mm 
Thank you. I was having a breakdown, like, Thank and I just you. heard his voice. You know, say surrender to me. If you surrender to me, I'll heal you. And I knew it. And I got saved five o'clock in the morning in my bedroom. And and for a whole year, it was just he and I. Yeah. I'm reading the word and I'm talking to him. But I still was, you know, I didn't have an idea, any idea that at me doing it, I was establishing a relationship, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, with him. And that's why I encourage people. God, Jesus came. God told me, Lord, Amen. He said to me, He said, "Yes, Jesus came to die for our sins and to to reconcile. He came and reconcile us back unto the Father." Last year, I don't know if y'all ever have a moment when God just give you this, a revelation and you feel like you could just pass out because it's just like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it just hits you like, bam. I can remember being in the kitchen at my sister's house and the Lord was like, Jesus came because I could no longer see myself in the earth. And I'm like, huh? So he began to elaborate when Adam fell. Remember, man was separated from God. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, you had to build the altars and do the sacrifices. Now, you would think like, God, what do you mean? You can't you can't see yourself in the earth because you got people like David, Moses, Elijah. All these people did great things for the Lord. But the reason why God said that consistently he couldn't see himself in the earth because mankind is the only creation that God made in his image and likeness so he saw everything else but he didn't see himself hmm. so that's why when you hear Jesus say when you have seen the son you've seen the father because he's the expressed image of the father in the flesh and because we are one with the father in Christ Jesus, we are now reconciled back unto the father. And even though we are his, his church, we're his bride. We're also his children. That's right. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you talk like that, people can't, I don't, they can't comprehend that. I don't know what, to me, I feel like sometimes people feel like in order to serve God, you have to, uh, I don't want to say, I'm trying to find a, the right words because I don't want to be, that being humble means you just have to talk, you know, he'll be here by and by, you know, he'll be, you know, no, we have authority, you know, like we got authority, every other religion, they got authority and here it is, we, we acting like some jelly bag, we, God did not call, I'm like, do you understand, God is not a punk God. That's right. Jesus Christ wasn't no punk. Them apostles wasn't no punk. We see that because apparently in order for Peter to have cut off that man's ear, he had a weapon on him. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's it. People miss that. They still miss that. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I just, you know. And he he, acted, he used no. that weapon. I'm just saying. <laughs> Peter, I'm just was, Peter was from the hood, y'all. Yes. That's what that was. He didn't sit back like, y'all not going to get to, uh-uh, I'm going to stand over here while y'all go take right. my, mm -mm. 
Peter acted. He was like, no, y'all got to get through me first. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm the yeah. arbitrary. Uh -huh. yes. You had to go through me. Peter was like, I, I wish one I would. Wish, right. That's what it was. <laughs> that part. I think it's so beautiful how you say that because it's amazing. We think of Peter and how he's the rock that the church was built on. But you know, we forget the fact before the rooster crowed, we forget the fact that he was walking on water, uh, you know, and before he could get a couple of good steps in, he was sinking. Mm -hmm. uh, we think of David, who is a man after God's own heart, mm -hmm. who <laughs> saw another piece of heart across the balcony <laughs> and then had the heart that she, that person had, husband killed uh -huh. in battle just so he could take that part. Yeah, you know, so like we miss me. all this stuff <laughs> where God is showing up right. like he did in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know, God is showing up to real people. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about, you know, that double-edged sword, that when God is telling us to do something, there's a, a place he wants us to be. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to read and associate what God is really saying. Yes, I'm not it. perfect. And that's I'm it. only cleansed through the spirit. I'm only taken care of by the comforter. I'm only led by, by Christ and, and the word that God has set for us. And if I put those to the side, I am no longer led. Yes, sir. They're on the side. They're, they're not in front of me. There's no direction. They're on the side. I must see that if I'm going forward, mm -hmm. you know, and people are scared to do that. And again, that brings us back to where we asked, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? You know, I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? Yes. Yes. I think that... Um, I'm going I'm to use, use parenting as an example because I hear a lot of people say how they was trained up in ministry. A you know, as parents, I think what well, we all have, I think we all have children, right? Well, most of You can have multiple children, but each child is going to have a different personality. They're going to have a different, you know, display different characteristics. Mm -hmm. You cannot, what you might have did, like my daughter is older than my son. There's, they are six years apart. How now, how, what I did with her, I couldn't do with him because he had a different temperament than him. And he's a boy, you know, it's different methods depending on the child, mm -hmm. you know, and I think sometimes in the body of Christ, we have this theory, well, that's how I was trained up. So you train everybody that way, but you can't do that. And I think what, what has happened, many people are, we got these ministries, but are we seeking God about how we need to operate? Thank in that you. How do we, right. Okay, God, I, I see the prophetic call on this person's life, or I see a pastoral call. Now, how do I cultivate that? Because right now they're rough around yeah. the edges. How do I cultivate that? Mm -hmm. Some people you have to be hard with. That's Some right. people you can't be hard with because of what they experience Amen. in their life, and mm -hmm. people have this analogies that all prophets, uh, how could I put it? That prophets just you just have to straight be mean all the time, and that's not true. No, mm -mm. no. Mm -mm. I remember I was a couple years ago, I was strolling through Facebook 
y'all, I'd be up in the wee hours in the morning. It had to be like three o'clock in the morning. That's that's where me and God do our best, you know. We do too. But I never forget. <laughs> it was a prophetess. She had put a post up, something to the effect of, you know, the spirit of perversion in the church, whatever. You know, I got it. So normally, I don't look at the comments, but the Holy Spirit led me to go into the comments. So all I saw was all these comments, like, um. They were saying to the young lady, um, girl, just repent and you um if, give your life to God wholeheartedly. If you don't, you're going to hell. And she was just in the comments, but I love God. I do, I love God. What happened was she had admitted, she had confessed she was um married to another woman. So of course, once she did that, the dragon came. <laughs> I mean, they, they was hammered, but nobody, it's like out of everything, God just kept me, kept me focused on the fact she kept saying, but I love God. I love God. Like I love him. So the Holy Spirit had me inbox her. Mm -hmm. So I inboxed her, let her know who I was or whatever and what I saw. And I explained to her. I said, I don't know your struggle because I've never, that's that's not my struggle. But I do know someone who got delivered from that world. If he's willing to speak to you, would you, you know, want to talk? She was like, yes. And she just, we exchanged them. Now, I'm in Jersey. She's in Milwaukee. So I got with my brother the next day. I told him the situation. I'm like, you, would you want to? Minister to her, so it was like, sure. So I let her know what time he got off and what time was good. So we called her. We sat in my car. I will never forget this. And we just let that young lady talk. Now, mind you, she was in the church. Um, and she said, lately, you know, she had been seeking God. I don't know. Is it all right for me to talk? Because I don't want to. Oh, okay. She had been seeking God and Things started happening. Like she, I remember I told you she was married to another woman. Mm -hmm. She said the ring on her finger, like she had couldn't wear the ring anymore because it just was irritating her finger. So long story short, my friend, he's my brother in Christ. He started giving his testimony of his transformation. So as she was speaking, this young lady. Now she had five sons. She had been molested by her stepfather and an older woman mm. at a young age. So she kind of was back and forth between men and women. Mm -hmm. But at this current time, she was married to a woman. Mm -hmm. um, right in the midst of it, she didn't have a good relationship with her mom because um, the fact that she um, spoke out about the molestation of her stepfather, it kind of drew a wedge between her and her mom. Because her mom stayed with the man and basically shunned her. Mm. So what the Holy Spirit showed me was, tickle that serpent, how the enemy, she actually was desiring the love of her mother. Mm -hmm. And the enemy took that desire and, you know, twisted mm -hmm. it and made her feel like otherwise so when she was speaking to her, so when we spoke this out to her i mean immediately she just started crying screaming and i say that to say 
and she got her breakthrough and she got delivered and God had gave her a word like, you know, everything is going to be restored, your relation with your mother. I mean, every, and everything that we spoke to her, she about six months later, it was Easter Sunday, I will never forget, she inboxed me. It was a long message. So me, I was like, could you call me? Because I can't read those. But long story short, every, I'm real. I was like, I, I just, I did. I was like, please, too much. Like, just please. Because I mean, I would have had to type all, you know. Right. I'm not a texter. I'd rather just call me on the phone. I'll text you a few, but if it's a paragraph, call me. Mm-hmm. But so long story <laughs> short, God had restored the relationship between her and her kid's father, not in a relationship far as to be in, but far as to be able to co-parent her and her mother was. But so had I not been obedient and mm-hmm. sensitive enough to see past her current situation right. and show the love of God to this young lady, it could have went another way. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say, you know, no matter what the word is or what God gives, you have to give it in love and you have to follow the spirit and you have to listen. They wasn't trying to listen. The girl was crying out. They didn't mm-hmm. see that. That's right. Religion blinds you. Yeah, there you go. So and religion we- just says, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, Keep speaking the word of God, and I'm condemning you to hell. But relationship has compassion. Relationship is like, wait a minute. Yes, come on. You know, I yes. want to see. You know, relationship causes you to see things that religion is not going to allow you to see. That's why the word says, the word of God says, the letter killeth, but mm-hmm. it is the spirit that gives life. Why? Because the spirit is now going to open up and show the root and the backdrop yes. of. The situation, religion don't care. It deals with surface. All it sees is you did this. This is the sin. This this right here, and we gonna hit the word right there. We ain't trying to figure out the root, the trauma you might have experienced in your life. This is all we see. Mm -hmm. And God is trying to bring us back to where you said. Where are you? Yeah. God is trying to bring us to the place where we can have compassion without compromise come on come on this we had this conversation the other day coco and i so you <laughs> confirming a lot of stuff i kid you not there's so many people that like you said look on the surface That's you it. you easily see the flamboyant person you easily see the person that admitted but that's not prophesying you're bashing that person where is the love it's yep. easy to uh, judge a book by its cover, but can you actually see the inside of the person? That's it. That's can it. you actually put yourself aside and see that nine times out of ten you went through this? And this is why you recognize the sin and you still battling with it, but you covering you up and you bashing her. Right. Let's That's just it. be real about it. Let's That's be it. real. Because there's so many people that they come to church. You can see my gift. I come to church. You can see my outer appearance. You can see what I got on. But are you really seeing my heart? 
Are you right. seeing that I'm hurting? Are you seeing that I need help? Are you trying to support me? Are you trying to pick me up? No, you're not doing none of that. You just want to bash me. So when I body slam you, now you got a whole nother <laughs> issue. Right, right. right. <laughs> Let's and that's be real. And and that's why you see many people they love God, but they they shun, I want to say the building. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of times, and I can attest to it, you know, Quint, you know me, so you know I'm a very I'm I'm fashionable. I'm a trendy dresser. I don't, you know, mm -hmm. I can remember now. Remember, I told you for that whole year before when I got saved, I really I was I wasn't joined to a ministry yet. Mm -hmm. And I can remember I had my hair was short. Short and it was natural and it was dyed blonde. And so when I was released into the church, the only thing I would hear from certain individual older, <laughs> you got blonde hair. <laughs> what does my blonde hair have to do with my love for oh, God? Because I was a praise, right. you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I cut up, you know, I'm Come not on, a, yes, ma'am. Right, yes. you know, I get in the street, that's you it. know, you no. know, that's it. It's what that girl loves God, that girl mm -hmm. gonna minister, that girl gonna right. pray. But when I thought about that, I just was like, wow. And I can remember going into churches, people would give me a word, but. Immediately, you were prophesying based on what you thought. I've even had people say, you know, we're going to lead you, you know, to the Lord. I'm like, I'm saved already. But because they looked at right, me, right, right. I wasn't coming up in there with tight stuff and all of that. I just wasn't like them. Right. Honey, let me tell you something. I walk <laughs> up in the church with some thigh high boots on. <laughs> I walk up in the church with my jeans on and wait for you to say something because you don't know my anointing by looking at my surface right you don't know who i am and then when i open my mouth now you're like oh my gosh she's an evangelist exactly an anointed evangelist an appointed evangelist with a call on her life and what no because you looking I, at my outer Look, honey, you talk you you talking about somebody that changed her hair every three weeks. And at the end of the day, <laughs> when I walk in and three weeks later, I'm gonna look like somebody else. So I'm just saying, like you, you this, this I'm not even the one to try to keep up in that that genre of stuff. And I, I dealt with the same thing that she's talking about. You know, I, I gave, I talked about it um, on the show that we had the other day, um, how I was invited to a church by the pastor of the church and her people stopped me at the door and would not let me in because of what I had on. And when I got to the door, they was like, they was like, where you think you going? I was like, hope, wait, first of all, I... I am not saved. Do you understand this? Um, you coming at me in the wrong posture here. And I don't think you want to do that because you don't know me. So I'm sitting here like, first and foremost, your pastor invited me. Second of all, I suggest you watch your tone. 
Next of all, if you don't like what I got on, you can take me somewhere to go get some church clothes after this is over. But if not, I suggest you shut your face. Mm -hmm. So when the pastor heard me address the person at her door, she said, I invited her and walked me up to the front in front of everybody. When I sat down, I was like, she was like, I will deal you with you later. I said, no, pastor, because she already been dealt with. She picking her face up off the floor right now. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to say nothing. It's done. But at the end of the day, they judge me by the way I look. Mm-hmm. Because back then, I was that club goer. So if I came in, I was fully dressed. Mm-hmm. But I looked like I was ready to go out. Mm-hmm. That's and what I people, look like. And, and a lot of times... I'm sorry, go ahead. I said people got to stop. Actually, yeah. when I met you, um, the me and... Uh, uh, Pastor Rashante, I call her Pastor. That's my <laughs> baby. We um put on the Stop the Violence event. I had my thigh highs on then. <laughs> I didn't even pay You know, point I probably you were too. preaching. You was preaching <laughs> something down that day, and I was, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. When I say that event was so powerful, and all I could see was the community come together and they shielded the community. When you had them link. I was like, all I seen was a shield. And um, I went to say something, but the service was going on so long. I said, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything. But the anointing was so high in that park because we had it in the park. Police department was there, everything. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. But I mean, I went as who I am. This is who I am. You're not going to change me. Right. You're not. I like my high splits. I like my thigh high boots. I like my skirts. It is what it is. I am who I am at all times. And I'm going to be me. If you want me to change, then you need to be God or you need to be buying my clothes. Right. And I always tell people anyway, <clears throat> and this is what I learned. When, in, when you just keep, when you bring in the word, because it's the word of God that brings the conviction. Mm-hmm. So, if you sit under the word long enough, eventually stuff started starts to change your desires, your taste. Things starts to start to change. But but again, like I said, on the flip side of that, it's about right teaching. There's a way that you teach people. Mm-hmm. And I can understand sometimes why, because then I'm gonna give you another scenario. It was a young lady who um came to the church, very pretty, beautiful young lady. So she used to wear real long skirts and she was, you know, plain. And I can remember they all and I and I I had, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I had my bout when I was angry with the church, the church folks, I would be in and out. So this happened to be one Sunday I was in. <laughs> and so I saw the young lady. I kept hearing about her, but I hadn't met her. So long story short, I saw the young lady, and God gave me a word from I didn't know this young lady from a can of paint. And the word was, I'll never forget, the word he gave me for her was, do not allow anybody to change you. Mm-hmm. There was a reason why she was in them long skirts mm-hmm. and she was plain. Mm-hmm. So they kept saying, girl, you're too young for that. You're looking like an old lady. Well, lo and behold, 
she came out of them long skirts mm -hmm. and then when they saw the body that was underneath all mm -hmm. of that now we talking we got a problem with her but right. see the reason why her former pastor because her former because now you know the girl she was very beautiful um but she was you know she had little seducers i mean she would give testimonies and i was like is she she grinded you know what i mean like mm -hmm. but because so the you know some people you until they catch up mm -hmm. i don't want to say fake it till you make it but she was in hiding mm -hmm. because of what she struggled with Mm -hmm. So now that she's out of these skirts and her jeans is coming or whatever, and she's sashaying, now y'all got a problem with it. You should have left it alone. You know what I mean? Alone. Told her. <laughs> you know, should have mind your business. Back then, you, you didn't want me. Now I'm hot. You all on me. Right. So now, she put you. Y'all see, she nice shape. She. You know, you know what her G, you know, you get down, she got a different walk mm -hmm. because she's back in her element. That's mm -hmm. why sometimes you don't know what a person struggle with. Right, right. But this comes from you looking at the outer appearance. This girl had a very intense Jezebel spirit, a seducing spirit on her. So when that's when that came off and you put her back in their element now she became public enemy number one so now y'all holding you know y'all holding your men down and all this and that but you told her no it was it was great it was funny. no it's just was, amazing you know, how god her, huh i would say it's amazing how god allows things to happen when you don't follow what he's told you to do in the first place you know, he's brought this young lady to them. You know, just taking the example, he brought this young lady to them for a reason. But instead of following what he wanted you to do, which was getting her life, help her through things, walk with her, you had to start making your own little changes. Now you don't know what's coming out of the box. Now you, because had you, had you been with God, he'd have told you. The box needs to stay closed. I need to make mm -hmm. sure you put things in that's going to help the box do well. Mm -hmm. You know, but you had to go open in the box. We got to throw stuff out because God sent me this way and I'm going to tell you just how it's supposed to go. Well, that wasn't God. He wasn't telling you that. Now you got to do the struggle. Exactly. And they wind up ostracizing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I think that's the hardest thing and you know to go back to that you know they ostracized her you know now is oh she you know but y'all should have left her alone you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i see my sister lisa she throwing her hearts because she know because <laughs> so, we was you know we was the two that you know we embraced her mm -hmm. but, but my thing is you know this goes to the crossover the commercial the commercialism how, I was, Lord, I can't talk. The commercialism, you know, people want to. How, how do they say? They got your outer appearance look like you got it all together, but you messed up on the inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And until God says, "There's a story that we tell," but then mm -hmm. there's a 
untold story, story. Mm-hmm. that we don't tell in fear of if I really tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth or mm-hmm. really what I've been through would you still believe that's it that i'm called to preach that i'm that's a prophet it. that i you know that 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 god is with me and that's the problem sometimes people need to understand girl i was a hot mess i tell people all the time listen i need god let me stay with the lord the way that i am because i know what this flesh can do Mm -hmm. i was a minister busting out car windows and getting locked up in restraining orders it wasn't that i didn't love god but i was more driven you know i wasn't delivered Mm -hmm. right there were still things that i need to be healed from Mm -hmm. but instead of People come and say, come on, girl, we we, we got to pray you through. They ostracize you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's good. my sister used to be like, you, she used to call me Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, they had her on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she was like, you know, as long as I could, you know, preach and I could do worship and the presence of God is coming. It's like utilizing the gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. But now when I fell... It was like now I was, you know, you know I was, right. you know how I remember the game Frogger when he would just be lying dead. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Tell my age now. <laughs> you know we were playing Frogger. You know he get, he's dead in the row. So I always say, as God said, the people that that you're seeing now that's coming forth, they was true. They were truly birthed out of the fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, they went through, and that's why they have a different demeanor. Yeah, they're humble yeah. Mm-hmm. because they understood, you know, that pain, that pressure is what built them. Okay. That pain, that pressure is what pushed them closer to God because. A lot of times when that happens, God is all that you have. And sometimes God sets it up that way because he wants to get the glory. He don't want nobody else to get the glory. He want to be able for you to be like, not saying that he won't send people here and there to you. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you're going to walk this walk alone. Especially because people, I look at people. When they want, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with wanting to be used by God. I think yeah. that is awesome. We should all want to be used by God. But when people, um, they running for the pulpit, yeah. you know, they running. I'm a prophet. I'm this and that. Anybody that is truly, I always say, anybody that, well, the people I know mm-hmm. that is truly called to that office, because you're not just, that's not just a, t- you're born a prophet, you're born a pastor, you're born an evangelist, if this is truly what God has called you to be. But when you're truly called to a certain office, you, you know, it took me a long time to finally just really embrace it because of the warfare, because of the rejection, yes. because of the hurt. It just mm-hmm. seemed like, dang, I can remember saying to the Lord, well, was, was I, was I just born to just suffer? Like that's how I felt. Right. Like, you right. know, was I born to just just bear this pain? Like right. what? And even in that, we're afraid to ask God. You're not supposed to question God. I ask him. He is a relational God. He's not only God. He is our father. I ask him. That's right. That's it. Well, why does, you know, 
Mm -hmm. why god like why why did i like well what did i do like what what what? Mm -hmm. but what i love about him he's god is just he's the bomb.com like i just love him because he has a way of explaining situations to us of of changing our perspective our outlook the way we see things Mm -hmm. you know how we view it he just has a way where after you do it you just be like you know what i just love you you know like you just be like you can't help but love him you're no longer angry anymore now you're back to lord just use me any way you want point so um i just want to encourage people to really ask god to search your heart amen to find out truly where are you because some people think they (laughs) you know they're really not they're just at the surface Mm -hmm. you know and then there's some people who feel like they're not anywhere and they're actually further along in God than they think they are. Yeah. Yeah. You, when it comes down to to people, the thing that um kind of kept me from really wanting to go forward for a long time was when when people would address you and be like, "Oh, you're you're a babe in Christ," and you know just as much as they do, but they look at you and say that you are the babe in Christ. Don't want to hear nothing that you got to say because they don't feel like you can articulate on the same level as them. And then when it comes down to um, being being around a bunch of other leadership, um, I hate to say it, but I got to say it. It's such a crab in the barrel mentality, even in ministry that, oh, you cannot outspeak me. Hmm. I can't have your anointing be greater than mine. Hmm. I, I got to do something to so that people cannot see you in this light or something like that. And it's always, it's always like, I can't stand that. Hmm. I, for me, Christians are some of the most divided people I have ever seen in my whole entire life. But you talk about all the other religions, <laughs> but they band together. Amen. And, and I don't even see how, how you could try to, to, fathom and, and compare the two because there is no comparison mm-hmm. at the end of the day if christians were to check themselves you would realize that you ain't walking right that's right and you would fix that and that's that's the the biggest thing you talk about the other religions but honey they walk after what they believe mm-hmm. they do what they believe Amen. can we say that we actually do the same Half of the time, our belief system ain't even right. Right. And at the end of the day, you halfway believe what somebody just told you in the first place. Right. You like, oh, what? No, I don't think I don't think God chose me for that. Mm-hmm. I don't think God is going to release that to me. Mm-hmm. You don't believe what He said because you first of all, you don't even trust Him. Let's let's be real about that. You got to get you got to get all of these things in order just for your belief to be right. Amen. You hear people say it all the time. Oh, God, you know, tell tell the person next to you and tell God, uh, help my unbelief. Okay. You didn't even believe that part that you just said. <laughs> that was it. You didn't even believe that just now. So at, at, at the end of the day, how, how are you supposed to, how, how are you supposed to help anybody when you don't even believe in the help that you're trying to receive? 
You know what I mean? That's that's the biggest thing for me. You know, if if you're gonna practice it, practice it. If you're gonna walk it out, walk it out. That that is where I am. Like if, if when I was coming up and I was and I wanted to be saved and I wanted to know who God was, look, tell me about me. That's mm -hmm. what I need you to prophesy to. I don't need you to prophesy prosperity to me. Mm -hmm. I know I can get that. I know that is attainable. Mm -hmm. But what I need to know is where I am. If you going to prophesy to me, I want him to tell you what I did last night. That's <laughs> what I want him to tell you. So you can address that and we can talk. Yeah, and I don't right. care if you addressing in front of all the people because that let me know that you real. If you can't tell me about what I did last night before I walked up in here, okay? You can't tell me where I just came from. It's not. A, it's eight o'clock in the morning. I just left Waffle House at six, so I need to know. Okay, <laughs> you need to talk to me about where I am. That's, that's the real that, that was me, and that's still me to this day. I don't. I I love for everybody else to get all excited because they tell you you better get the new houses, cars, and land. That seems to be everybody's little jingle these days. Right. If that's what you want to tell the folks, you get a car. You get a car. Right. If that's what you want to tell the people, go ahead and tell them. But me personally, me personally, I can't take it. Me personally, I would rather you say, "Look, sweetheart, you you a wonderful person, but your spirit is jacked up." I would rather you do that to me. I would rather have you peel back a layer of exposure so I can say, yeah, okay, God. Yeah, I know. I know you met me in the building mm -hmm. today because I know what I was dealing with before I walked up in here. I know what I just re repented about in the parking lot before I hit the door. <laughs> so yes, this is this is what this is where I am, and this is the thing that we have we've been talking about for the longest. God is now dealing with the unchurched folk the unchurched folk are running to him and when i was unchurched that's when he spoke the loudest and that's true. i'm not gonna lie i i just said this, this i think people get offended when we say stuff like that we're not against because i need people no. to understand we're not anti-church we're not no, against no. the church and understand this you are the church we congregate in the building because right. you know we got this no you are the church once that's you receive it. christ you become the temple mm -hmm. that's it and even when jesus what well, you notice it was two churches in operation you know not and god showed me this if you look right before he asked peter them who do the men say he was? And then he mm -hmm. asked them who they say he is. And Peter gave the revelation of what he, mm -hmm. who Jesus was. And Jesus said, upon this rock, rock mm -hmm. I build my church and give you the keys and all that. Uh -huh. You notice it says, and he went into their synagogue. Uh -huh. So that let me know his church was not established according to their church. Because no. he said, upon this rock, his church is built on the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. So we have the revelation of who Christ is. We're going to operate like Christ. And what happened was, I think with a lot of people, they don't believe that you can get a breakthrough outside of church. Well, That's I mean, it. if the Spirit wow. of God lives on the inside of me, I'm sorry. Right. My relationship with God supersedes a building. That's right. it. You know, That's I've it. experienced more deliverances and breakthroughs outside my home. Yeah. 
And then the well, question is, they're at a house or in the car. Right. They're not in the building because of the formalities. And, and you know, we got to make sure that, you know, everybody. Now, I'm not saying I've never gotten a breakthrough in church. Let me in the building. Let me clear that up. But you can't limit. We bought you can't box. box God. Him in. That's, That's it. The problem. Well, I try to tell you, you can't box God in, in the trust. I found that and it was hard for me to trust him at one time. No matter, even though he was showing me all his, I mean, me and God, I got supernatural revelations. He all now, but because I, I did, at that time, I was putting him in the same box as with flesh. So because people let me down, I was afraid to fully trust him. You know, because I felt like, well, he might hurt me like they would, mm-hmm. and that came from. What he showed me was, we all know God loves us, uh-huh. but there's a difference between knowing God love you and receiving, receiving it. the mm-hmm. love of God. It wasn't until That's I it. received his love, because sometimes we feel like we're not worthy mm-hmm. of it, or we're not worthy for him. Jesus, I feel that heavy. Somebody feels like they're not worthy to talk to God. So they, mm-hmm. they're they afraid to talk to him because of what people said to him or because you're in this, you can't talk to God or God is not going to hear you. Come Let me on. tell you something. I can remember way before I even got saved, I used to smoke weed. I'm talking about for breakfast, lunch, and 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 and, and then a snack in between. I the weed. I mean, I was so heavy into smoking weed. This was when Dr. Dre had the Chronic album. Uh-huh. I wanted to go out to Cali so I could just smoke with them. So I can remember. <laughs> I used to be so high. Lord. I would be praying like, Lord, please, I just just take this from me. Now I wasn't. Well, I'm gonna put it this way: I was in a backslidden state because I I did receive Christ before a couple times. You know, my grandmother led me, but I'm talking. About, I didn't really. T- I knew who He was. You know, I knew it was a God, but I I wasn't serving. Put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So I can remember praying, praying, praying because I was. You know, you get high. You know, you be. You just like I don't want to be this high. Like just. Mm-hmm. I can remember one day it was me, my sister, and at the time, um, my son's father. But I hadn't had my son yet, and I can remember we we was doing our normal morning smoke out. Now they fired. All of a sudden, I see these red eyes staring at me on the wall, and I was screaming. <laughs> Like I'm going crazy, and they looking at me like, "The heck wrong with you?" <laughs> you know, and we all smoke the same weed, you know, but it affected me differently. And that yeah. one experience, I mean, I wouldn't let them leave the room. I was just so scared because I was like, "Y'all don't see that? You don't see them eyes?" Mm-hmm. Like I saw, you know, and because I had that experience, I didn't touch it. I was afraid. That if I smoked it again, I was gonna see them eyes. Or I was gonna get, you know, but God I believe because it was the he scared me. You know, he knew. You know, she ain't gonna touch it. So right. they can't tempt me with the weed because mm-hmm. I, you know, he took when he took that desire, he took that desire. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, you know, God wants you to know that. The mistake Adam and Eve made 
I believe had they have taken responsibility instead of for what they did instead of they hid from God first, mm -hmm. you know, and then when he came to them and they, you know, he's calling for them and they was like, well, we, you know, we naked and we didn't want to. So he asked them who told you was naked and then, you know, they put the blame Adam put the blame on he, what a woman you gave me. He, yeah. he blamed the serpent, but you know who was the smartest out of everybody? It was the serpent. The serpent. Mm -hmm. He never, it, oh, Jesus, we shifted real quick. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know why the serpent was the smartest? See, the serpent understood, and this is Adam and Eve spent time with God. That means every day they they was talking with God in the cool of the day. They had spent time. Like many of us, we got this, we talking to him, but they didn't know him. They didn't know That's his right. character. But see, you got to remember, the spirit of Lucifer, of Satan, was in that serpent. Remember, mm -hmm. he was with God before, That's so it. he understood spiritual laws. Mm -hmm. He understood God's justice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. how he stole mm -hmm. the keys from them. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't take responsibility. Mm -hmm. See, he feared the brunt. He just didn't say nothing. He just didn't blame nobody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He got his penalty, but they got kicked out of the garden because they didn't take responsibility. And that's why God calls, as, as, as rugged as David was, God called David a man after his own heart because mm -hmm. David was quick to repent. That's it. That's he didn't, it. He, you know, no yeah, matter yeah, yeah. what he did, he took responsibility for That's his true. actions. That's it. And this I is was, what, I'm sorry, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I always imagine him as a guy with a closet full of sackcloth. <laughs> you know, like, like he knew it was coming and he was always ready and he had the ashes ready. You know, he was on it. He just was. Just, just like, look, he was already ready with the, the, the old Deacon Baptist uh, prayer all the time. Well, mm. Father, I come to you right now all over again. <laughs> Body bow in me, bitch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's it. You already know. Look, he already know. He already ready at all times. So, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, the, when, when everything happened the way it happened, even with Eve and, and, and them, that to me was like one of the most profound stories that I read when I first really started reading the Bible. I would go back and read it like a couple times because every time I picked it up to reread it, I got a different revelation mm -hmm. from it. And, and and the main revelation that I really, really ended up getting was just like, okay, you know, y'all hiding what you hiding from. Right. And then at the end of the day, you hiding from the one that put you there. Mm -hmm. He gave you the most e extravagant blessing you could ever get. You could walk around in the cool of the day. Well, at the time, you didn't know you were naked until you ate from the tree. Now you got to have on all these clothes. And, and I mean, we we can shun clothes when you get home. But this is something that you could have done all the time. You had access to the most exquisite fruits and 
veggies and all. I mean, I just sit back and just I can just mm. fathom like what was really there mm. to be able to walk around with all sorts of animals just walking up to them and, and just being all nice and nonchalant. This is the type of stuff that I imagine. And then at the end of the day, you gave all of that away willingly because you did you was disobedient but you know and, what i just got out of this yeah if the people come to the church fully exposed and right. not hiding can you really accept them do will the church really accept, accept them? them that's, that's the question. issue because when i came seeking god i was cussing the pastor out i was coming to church drunk I was walking out the church. I did it a few times. And when I tell you the pastor that I was under was patient and the overseer, they were so patient with me. When I first met the pastor and she wasn't my mother-in-law at the time, but she became my mother-in-law, I had to repent the first encounter, okay? Because I was nasty. I was evil. And I sat there on the couch with my pants open, my shoes off, and did not speak. So when <laughs> when I finally saw her, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was mad at her son, and I took it out on her. She shouldn't have been here. Literally. You knew I had an attitude, so you shouldn't have let her in. Why you let oh, her God. in? It was what it was. And then I ended up going to her church, and me going to her church, if she said something I didn't like, I got up and walked out. If I came in with a hangover, it was what it was. I came in drunk, it was what it was. She said something to me, I cussed her out. It was what it was. So if the people really come exposed, can you handle it? That's a good what question. What are we going to do with them? Most because of the time they're the coming as they are. They're coming exactly as they are, unchurched, right. unloved. Right hurting, needing healing, what are you going to do with your people? Right. And mo most of the time, the answer to that question is going to be no. And the reason why it's going to be no is because most um, of the leadership um, will not get past the judgmental state. And that's to the be problem. Able to, to be able to deal with them right where they are. Um, again, it goes back to being able to handle them right where they are can right. you handle that can you, you don't know that? you don't know what you're going to encounter with the next person that you may meet and at the end of the day you're you might be the only jesus they see right exactly right. exactly i think too um that's why we see a lot of exposure going on mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. um I find sometimes people don't want to deal with what they appear as weak or broken yeah. because they themselves, it um, reminds them too much of them. Where they and were. They Some of them yeah. are still broken, you know, yeah. so when they see you, you a mirror reflection of what they just running away from mm -hmm. and dressing up and don't right. want to, you know, right. address, you know, and, um, I just believe, you know, God is bringing people not all, you know, like you said, you came from a, you had a, a leader that was um, there and we know it's not all leaders, but see what happens is the Bible says uh, it's the small foxes that spoil the vine, a little leaven uh, spoils the whole lump. So mean, right. you know, basically messes up everything. And I'm That's not saying but what happens is 
if a person like I experienced a church hurt to the 10th power, but see my relationship yeah. with God was already kind of solid. Mm-hmm. So it didn't make me want to run away from God. I just didn't want to deal with the people because I felt like I'm going to want to knock somebody out. Yeah, yeah, you know. yep. But we have to have people that have to have compassion. And like I said, we, we have now come to where it's about entertainment. If we ain't doing a praise break, we don't feel like mm-hmm. look, we just thought you know, about in that the service, you know, yeah. it's about right. what, what our flesh want. You mm-hmm. know, we just everybody want to get rich. And I'm not right. saying God don't want us to have an abundant life, but what I'm trying to say is that's our focus. Our focus is no longer on deliverance. You got right. preachers that won't dare. If a demon manifests, they ain't touching it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. We were in a church service on Saturday. <laughs> and when yeah. I say deliverance, the service was a five hour service. Okay. Yes. From start to finish, it was deliverance. Yes. People, I mean, when I say completely exposing themselves, it wasn't about the shout, it was about these people getting free from generational curses, from, I mean, everything down to them admitting who they were it was completely god dealing with your people and that's what we need nowadays don't prophesy to me about a house i can go get that that. like i said tell me how god is gonna pay off my car note okay (laughs) don't tell me i'm getting another car when i got a whole car note over here how am i paying for that okay tell me what I'm doing at this point, what I did five minutes ago, because I might have put my evangelism in the pocket and prayer just saved your life because I pulled you, I was about to pull you out of the drive through window. Okay, so tell me something there. Be real with me. That's Don't it. play those games. I need realness in this season because God got me to the point where rain, sun, sleet, whatever. I'm out here walking the yards praying at six o'clock in the morning, taking my two doggies and we walking. And I'm like, it's pouring outside. Well, bring the babies upstairs and you go walk. Okay. Okay. God. And you just said something so key. It's the I find that sometimes people come in hungry for God. That's it. They, they That's want it. God. Like, you know, they, they they're hungry for God. But instead of how do you say igniting the fire, keeping that fire burning in them, we distinguish it. Because yeah, now we, we just, because we going for, you know, we're going for the kill. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we telling them all the flaws. Well, you know, you shouldn't, you switch, you, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be. Jesus didn't always, he didn't come like that. He That's came, right. you know, that's why I said God is a He met them at their needs. He, mm-hmm. he knows how to come in to yeah. get, to kill that they feel comfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now, there are times, you know, if God have been has been dealing with a person for a minute, he may say, Come up out of that adultery, or come up out of you know. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times you know. That's so right. that's, it's a balance, you yeah. know. But, that's right, right. You know, but for somebody that's just rugged, if I'm on crack, no offense, but I'm just saying, if I'm an addict, mm-hmm. 
You don't have to beat me down and tell me I'm an addict. I know, I know. I'm, right. you know, I'm mm-hmm. an addict. But the problem is, if you keep, I know this, it's, it's, it's crazy, but the mind is, is phenomenal. You ever notice when your mother told you or your parents, somebody said, no, don't touch that. It piqued your curiosity. So now you want to touch it because you want to yeah. find out why they told you not to touch it. Right. Or, you know, somebody's in a relationship and you keep yelling, well, leave her, leave him, leave. And it seemed like they just go to him because it seemed like the mind tells you to rebel against. That was me. So now, yeah. you know, when you see that, there's layers, you know, that people have to be delivered from. And I know for myself, there was layers I had to be delivered from. Mm-hmm. Though I loved the Lord, though I was prophesying, preaching, you know, mm-hmm. right? I had this anger. And right. I had this rage, you know, that if you uh, uh, picked me the wrong way, you was going to get it. I had to recognize because I was like, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm looking crazy, you know, because, you know, I always come in contact. I like to say people, narcissists, but really it's controlled. There is really the Jezebel spirit. So, you know, mm-hmm. you got some people that that secretly provoke you. And mm-hmm. because I'm a reactor, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I was a reactor. Let me let me. If you keep provoking, I'm coming out. We're gonna, gonna get what you're asking we for. Right. Where mm-hmm. we at? We're gonna do we gonna I gotta get this out. So all people see is she out there acting a fool, but you didn't see right. what he did right. me to get out here and act a fool. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, Lord, you know, there's something in me, like, why am I? like this no. you know what is going on and it wasn't until then when god began to because god will show you you ask him what it is he'll start to show mm-hmm. you what it is and when he show you what it is he gives you the the the, the instructions on how to to get rid of it Definitely. but sometimes the problem is we get delivered out of it we get the lips no let me put it this way we have a we're in the process of deliverance. And Very God well. showed me this before, which can be deceptive because now you feel strong. Mm-hmm. Come on. So now you feel like you can handle the thing Come on. that had you jacked up and bound anyway. And you go right so back now to because it. you feel okay. like you're strong, you think you delivered, but mm-hmm. then you get started. So yep. you go right back in you and now right you get handled in. even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. we need we need that accountability uh, accountability partners back in the church where people can truly like uh, I believe Coco said earlier well people can see not to expose the uh, expose us for embarrassment but to That's expose it. so that we know listen you can't keep playing with God you can't keep toying with right. God yes we can come to God naked we come to God transparent but God is a God he desires that we be made whole. Yes. But this is another thing, and this is where people don't get. You could pray for me all you want. If I don't want to be delivered, exactly. That's who's that's not it. going that's to be delivered. Right. If I like doing what I'm doing, that's I'm going it. to continue to do what I do. This is listen, when I got my second divorce, let me tell you why. We sat at the table with the pastor, and my ex-husband is an addict. We sat there and he said, 
I like the feeling of getting high. I said, thank you. That was the first real thing you said to me. You can have what you like, and I'm going to let y'all be. Mm -hmm. I can't do this with you. You're never, I don't care how much I lift you up. I don't care how much I tell you you're a strong man. You're not a weak man. You don't have to do this. Um, I, all you got to do is call me. You know, I'm not going to judge you. You know, my flaws, you know, my dad died of an overdose. You know, my cousin died of an overdose. I'm the last person that will judge you. I don't care how much I uplift <laughs> you. like that feeling. You don't want to be delivered. So That's guess it. what you're going to continue to do? And guess who's not going to do it with you? It's no longer my fight. That's I'm it. not even That's praying it. for you to be delivered anymore because it's a waste of my time. Well, no. I pray that. No, you wait, wait, wait. That. <laughs> that was a waste of my time. He wanted no, because... it. And to this day, he's still getting high. But so. that don't mean, but but there's an appointed time because prayers, prayers, now that prayer it may not happen in the the moment that we think it might happen but one day it just may hit and okay. he may feel like you know i'm tired of this and sometimes the root of it is we don't know why a person and i'm not right. saying here it could be something trauma like what what what's drawing this and to why that you, what are you trying to cover what, is, what are you trying to Huh? <laughs> we had that conversation. He said he liked it. This is what he liked. I literally, I kid you not, prophetess, he would go almost a year. And I was married to him for three and a half years. He'll go almost a year. Say he leaving for work and I won't see him for four days. I was like, what in the world? Wait a minute. You coming home, you doing everything you supposed to do. So you not getting high. Like what happened? I felt like getting high. Okay, well, no, it was his choice. It was his choice. Yeah. That's yeah. what he felt like getting high. But so, all yeah, is that? Uh, but when it comes to the prayer that you were talking about, mm -hmm. um, a day for God is like a thousand years, as the Bible quotes. Right. And but uh, for us, we like to say, "Well, that wasn't my responsibility," which you are correct. Mm -hmm. It is no longer your responsibility. Right. But we pray for people all the time mm -hmm. that in God's time they may be brought. Uh, there, how long have we all lived off the prayers of mom? Mm -hmm. How long have we all lived off the prayers of somebody else <laughs> right. that protected us from walking into something that we shouldn't have walked into? Mm -hmm. We didn't realize it until after we were now delivered that right. we can go back and look and say, oh, wow, that person was really in there for me. Right. But on those type of things, he may never know that you still pray for. Yep. Now, does that I mean know. you have to pray for him every day? The prayers I pray now are a different prayer. My prayer now is for my enemy because of how he came up against me. So you no longer are my friend. You became an enemy. Because when we divorced, we were still friends. So now I pray a sincere prayer for God to have mercy on his soul because he became an enemy. It's totally different prayer. And I don't have anything against him at all because I realize this is a spirit and he needs to be delivered. So I truly 
I, from the bottom of my heart, ask God to have mercy on him. And that's it. But as far as me praying for God to deliver him from the addiction, no, that's not what he wants. That's not my prayer. Yeah, I mean, it's just, but it's, it goes back to what we have, we've pretty much been saying all along. And it goes back to what I said last night um, when I was having my, my interview with Hezzy. Um, at the end of the day, in order for me to look at my situation differently, I had to change my mindset about it. Mm-hmm. Until I changed my mindset about it, I did not have a different out. I did not have that's a different right. outlook on my situation. That's and right. this, that's the whole point. You have yeah. to change Amen. your mindset about where you are and where you are trying to be and where you see yourself. Mm-hmm. I had to eventually, and it took me a long time. Um, and I, I won't lie to anybody. It took me a long time to see myself the way God saw me, mm-hmm. because to me, I was unfit. Amen. To me, I was not fit for the call mm-hmm. to me, because the reason why I didn't feel like I was fit for the call, because a whole bunch of people told me that, you know, and, 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 and I went off of what was being said to me until one day he sat me down and said, look, I need <laughs> you to block out all the other voices that are coming to you mm-hmm. and I need you to get tunnel vision and hear me and hear me only. And when I did that, he showed me parts of myself that I never knew mm-hmm. about. And once he showed me those parts of me, he was like, this is where, this is where you're strong at mm-hmm. the areas where they tell you you weak are you are your strongest. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and because they can't touch you in those areas, this is the reason why they say what they say to you and then it got to the point where do you know how many you do know how many how many people have actually called me an actual flat out demon because Mm -hmm. of the fact that i am vocal about what i feel and at the end of the day i don't hold my mouth about it and because i did not do that that's what i got called i mean hey i've been put out of churches before i was glad they put me out um i mean like like for real for real i've been put out of churches before i'm glad i'm actually glad that you put me out because you you put me out actually helped me more than you feel like it hurt me um so at the so at the end of the day not only did it release me from from the bondage that i was in in that situation but it also released something else up out of me Yes. At that same time, too. So, I mean, that right there, when you're being pent down, there's no liberty in the building. And when you know that God has given you something to say, and That's if right. you take it to the person, they shut you down because it's not coming out their mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, that right there is something where you, okay, God, I went and I tried to do what you told me to do, but they shut me down. Now what? Mm-hmm. You know, now what am I supposed to do? Well, I still need, I still need you to go and deliver the word at the end of the, at the end of the day. I still need you to go tell the person what I told you to tell them. So I had to go around them, find a way to reach out to the individual. And then when I told them what I told them, they were mad, not not at me, but they were mad at the other individual because they was like, if I would have known early on, I could have avoided and stopped the situation. But because they did not allow you to come to me, now this is what happened. And you know you're you're faced, and now I'm feeling bad because I feel like, well, Lord, this ain't on me. You know, at the at the end of the day, the biggest thing that I have always said is, Lord, if this is what you call me to do, let me do it in in your standards. I don't want to do it in mine because I don't I don't want to acquire nobody's blood mm-hmm. on my hand. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I don't want nobody to feel like they don't want to know you 
because of something that I say or that I do. At the end of the day, I want people to run to you because of what I can tell them that you did for me, because of they can see what you have done for me. And at the end of the day, he has used me as that. Again, is it goes back to what we were talking about right before we even started the live. Um, my my video that I posted, that thing right there was a hard thing for me to actually put together because I wasn't I wasn't going to do that. My husband is the one who said, "I think that you need to do that so that people can really understand why you are the way you are and why you see God in the light that you see Him." I see God in in a in a fashion that maybe some other people don't. Because he is, I can literally say he is my all in all. Mm -hmm. He has been everything to me. And he has been what has kept me. When I tell people that I'm a kept woman, it ain't because of my spouse. He, he keeps me and he keeps me well. But I'm a kept woman because God has kept me from so much that should have took me out. And I'm still here to have a, to tell about it. So at the end of the day, I'm a very kept person. And I, I, I love that about him that he chose to see fit to keep me here that allowed me to know that I was important. I was important to him. Amen. And there was a point in my life when I didn't feel like I was. So for everybody, you know, for people who, who are in this, this situation and this is where you see yourself, trust me and believe. I, I told everybody, I think it was last one of last week, last week shows that I kept hearing the song. He's calling my name. Mm. Playing, playing. And I was like, you, you, I'm on his mind. And I'm so glad that I'm on his mind mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, he could have seen fit not to allow me to wake up this morning. Right. He could have seen yeah. fit to say, okay, your time is, I, I'm just going to call you home now. Mm -hmm. He could have seen fit to say that. And then still he said, no, because no, your job is not finished. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's the reason why I tell people when I wake up now, I live to live on purpose. Because I know I got a purpose and it ain't complete. And at the end of the day, I want to see all of his promises come to fruition and I want to enjoy them. I said last night, I don't want to be like Moses where I get to the promised land and I'm looking in it and I can't step in it and enjoy it. I want, I want to enjoy the promises that you have told me. Don't let me get to the promise and then I can't enjoy it. I don't want to be one of them. So at the end of the day, Yes, I'm go I'm going to fight until I can't fight no more. At least you know how the people always like to say at people funerals and eulogies where they fought the good fight. That's what you literally going to say Amen. that I actually did. I fought the good fight. You know that's what I did. People know I fought in the natural all the time. Amen. So I fought I, I fight in the spirit realm now. And at the end of the day, that's where you have to see yourself. You are important to him and right now he's calling your name. Amen. Your name Coco. is being called out. What, T, what is it? I, I just really, I mean, it's just so overflowing on my heart right now. Um, really just to thank each of you wonderful women of God, because there's an item of encouragement that comes from the realness uh, that each of you share on a daily basis. Not just when we get on the podcast, but in your life, in your walk. And it, and it comes out and it encourages people. Because, you know, there's, I, I, and I, I spoke about that same video, Coco, about how it encouraged me today. And, you know, and it touched me to help me get through the situations I was going through. Of And there's no way that you knew I was going to open that at the moment I'm sitting in that chair myself. And, and it, as each of you have already described, uh, Quinn, 
it, this this one little story about uh, your ex-husband is only a footnote in everything else that you've shared uh, through your life, through your children, through your uh, first husband, through you know our family and everything that's that's happened. And uh, definitely, uh, when prophecy started speaking, uh, just being so deep right here on the podcast, those were things she didn't need to share. She didn't need to share about her friend and her sitting in the car, reaching out to somebody who was in, um, many miles away in another city. You know, those are things that God has brought each of you there, brought each of you to this point, this day, and throughout your lives, that that purpose of fighting the good fight, please rest assured, you are doing that and listening to God in so many more areas. Amen. So thank you to every one of you. Thank you. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> okay. I need some man points. Y'all, y'all don't take me there, okay? <laughs> I know. Serious. Oh, my God. He I'm always trying to make somebody cry. Like, <laughs> yes. No, but hey, the, the spirit is the spirit, and, and this Amen. truth is the truth. And, you know, you guys are vulnerable. And, and unfortunately, you get attacked for being vulnerable. But the problem is they don't know what type of army you have right behind you. Oh, Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to try to steal on some, somebody. You ain't know what they really had up That's in there. Right. You know? and, and your your walk is, is what's real. And people are seeing it. And people love it. And it's in helping them in their lives, as it does in mine. So thank you. And Aww. it's like Paul says, I rather and I live, I rather boast in all my weaknesses that Christ yeah. may be glorified. Yes. Because I want you to know why I why my dependency is on God and how Amen. merciful and how graceful He truly is. So that means yes. if I have to expose myself, yes. I, what, what, you know what I've gone through, my my you know disappointments, my you know, the times. You know, God probably was looking like, you know, this girl. I said sometimes I think he used to laugh and be like, let me go get her because she got, you know, let me go get her. <laughs> right. You know, right. he's like, this she go. But no, and so, you know, I that's why I, I try to, I tell people like, I tell them myself, I don't get the enemy. So you can't tell nobody nothing that I ain't going to tell you. I'm transparent. And most people may be like, well, you shouldn't say, listen, it's not about me anyway. That's it. You know, I don't have no power. Amen. I only have the power that he gives me when I'm operating in him. But outside of that, I'm nothing. But as long as I'm in him, yes, I'm is. hidden in Christ. I'm one with him. So why wouldn't I, you know, yeah. let you know why? That's right. You know, the 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 uh the how grace is. You wouldn't mm-hmm. know what grace That's is. Right. Be great. That's right. When they, when they judged the woman who came with the alabaster box, remember when she, you know, was anointing Jesus and, mm-hmm. and watching his feet crying mm-hmm. and watching his feet mm-hmm. with tears, and they was like, oh, mm-hmm. do he not know what kind of woman this is? And then, mm-hmm. But what did he say? Mm-hmm. For the one who was forgiven yes. much is going to yes. love much. The yes. reason why we love God and I could drop down cry at the heart at, at the heartbeat when just thinking about him is because I know what I should have been worthy of. I shouldn't Come on now. Right. You know what I'm saying? That he I, I shouldn't be allowed to hear his his voice. I don't take any of that for granted. The That's fact right. that you allow me like me 
You speak to little old me? Like, you anointed me? That's, 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 why, that's why I tell people, it is through the hardest, it is through your trials. It is through some of the hardest times in your life where you would truly meet the real Jesus Christ. Not the religious one, not that's the one it. that the building has seen. I'm talking about the real Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. When he says that he draws close to the broken hearted and yeah. he will save the crushed in spirit he means just that amen no. and it's so it's so important for us to realize we serve him because our life depends on it that's it yeah. like there's that's so it. many times that i was supposed to lose my life when my car flipped on the jersey turnpike and i walked out of there alive i lost everything including totaled my paid off car okay <laughs> but i'm here i am to here tell it, yeah. to tell about it when my uterus literally collapsed <laughs> and i woke up and couldn't walk and i'm still here due no. to mental and verbal abuse when i had that breakdown in the room mm. and all i could do is sit there and cry my life yep. depends on me serving God. When I threw that knife and missed that man, <laughs> oh Jesus, I'm telling you, because I'm, oh, I'm far from perfect, but my heart is so pure mm, because it. I know where the Lord brought me from. Even in my backslidden state, when I went back to the club and was bartending, and ministering to the people because even though you go through your backslidden state, who you are is who you are. And no. you and I don't care how much you run, guess what? God gonna meet you right where you are. When it's your time, it's your time. When he wants you, he coming back for you. But once again, you really, really gotta have that relationship you really gotta want it you really i was talking to him regardless when that girl put that gun out on me whoo yes i knew jesus and i was up in there being rebellious my mother told me don't go to that boy house but i did <laughs> i did it regardless and yes she pulled that gun out on me and i took off running <laughs> Like my life depended on it, and God kept me through that too. Yes, I have stories to tell. Look, yes, God is a keeper. Look, He's a keeper. Look, like he I said, y'all, y'all don't even understand. You don't understand. For real, for real. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean that y'all, y'all think that it's easy to get up here and do what we do. It's totally not. You don't. When I tell you, you don't even understand. Just me alone, I can't even tell you about Quint because we literally talk to each other every day multiple times throughout the yes. day but you do not understand what it takes for me to be able Ooh, to get Jesus. up here and do this y'all when yeah. i tell you I mean, there's a lot of times where i get up here y'all see all the smile giggling and laughing and but, as soon, but as soon as it's cut i have to go medicate myself and i have to go be able to be so i can become pain free because my whole entire body feels like i'm being stabbed six seven a thousand times over you don't understand at the end of the at the end of the day when i say that i am kept i am literally kept there is no way that i should have been able to survive 13 major surgeries in one year 
That's right. one year. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Just 2020 alone, I had 13 surgeries, y'all. I had the last one in July of 2020. That was my last one. And then on top of that, I'm still not even out the woods. I got to have another one. That's right. So at the end of the day, you know, y'all y'all really don't get it. When I tell you I can sit up here to have tears running down my face, they not sad ones. Mm-hmm. They tears because I know, mm-hmm. I know that I know that I know mm-hmm. that he is the reason. That's why it. i'm actually still here you, I, man like uh, when i tell y'all for me it's not a game that's right it's yeah. so not a game that's and at right. the end of the day when i see other people playing with it it's not a game Ooh, it's not it's a game a- slow your roll when it come down to you wanting to play yeah. with it. like <laughs> like yeah, that's that it's not a game at all and, and slow I mean, your roll when you asking for them titles and you want to be up in somebody pulpit because you don't know the hits that right. come with it. You looking at the outer appearance, but right. I'm telling you, Ooh. behind the scenes, Love. the prayers, the tearing, the pain, the daggers. I'm telling you, just being on this podcast alone, <laughs> the amount of daggers that we take. Oh man, I'm telling y'all. Yeah, <laughs> because people be don't careful. realize it they is don't. a price. It's a price, price yes. in your life. Exactly. You know, the scripture, I don't know if I, I I think it's either Psalms 107 or 116, where it says, Beautiful is the, beautiful is in the sight of the Lord of uh, the death of his saints. Mm-hmm. God likes to see what I mean, death. Our flat us dying to ourselves because the yes, more we daily. die to ourselves, the more Christ, you know, yes, formed in us. Yes. The Bible says that it pleased the Lord to see Christ being afflicted, mm-hmm. you know, on that cross. Even David, well, I think it was Paul or David, I can't remember what, what they say. It was good that I was, I think it was, David, it was good that, that I might learn, I was yeah. you know, yes. and I found myself saying, Paul. You know, that was Paul. Paul, yeah, if, if I hadn't gone through what I got, went yes. through. I wouldn't have met him. Yeah, I wouldn't right. have seen him work supernaturally. I'm, that's that's right. what I said. When you, when you have encountered God in that way and you've seen him do things and you've seen him. That's why I said I, I had to, got, you know, I had to learn how to truly forgive because what I realized, and you know, most people be like, oh, God, I go fight. God fights for charm. Yes, I can't is. speak. Yes, to nobody Jesus. Because he knows. Yes. Though I may act out in anger, he knows my true heart. And Amen. he knows that my intentions is never to hurt anybody. That's right. So I had to learn I got to forgive and pray. And, you know, at first I was to be like, I don't care, just drag him. You know, that's how I felt. But, <laughs> you know, but when you see him do it, though, because he does it, that's why I'll be like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You know, I did want you to tap him a little bit, but I didn't know you was going to drag him. So, you know, and I say that to say this, the closer you get to him, the more protective. Now, no more he protects us. And see, I'm, I'm just going to say it like this. God loves everybody, but everybody is not his. That's right. Mm-hmm. Come on. If you do not receive Christ, Jesus says, behold, 
No one comes to the Father unless they come to him by the Son. It is what it is. You know, church folks get to say that nowadays. It is what it is. His name is the name above all names in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. So he is the way. And even when Jesus prayed, what did he say? He didn't pray for the world. He died for the world so that we may be able to uh, receive him. But Mm -hmm. before he went to what he said, Father, I pray for those that you have given me. That's what he said. We don't want to rightfully divide the word of truth. Why? Because we are afraid of offending people. No, God loves you. Yep. But, but if you don't receive loves. him, mm-hmm. he's just gonna love you, and you know you because he gives us choice, choice, free that's will. It. That's it. But and that's you, why I said it's so important to pray for your enemies because when it. the Lord fights your battles, and that's why I said my prayer had become something mm-hmm. different. That I have multiple enemies. I've seen <laughs> recently a woman put her mouth on me, and I don't know the woman. But somebody sowed a seed and she put her mouth on me a month ago and and she came, somebody came back to me and said, you know, that woman that was talking bad about you, her son just got killed. He got hit by a car. Oh, my gosh. And all I could do is pray and cry out because I've been seeing it since I got in the church at the age of 22. The Lord has always fought my battles. But I recognize it now. I have to be careful what I speak out of my mouth. It's so important what I say and how I say it because it manifests. And I want to say this too. You single men and women of God. Oh, Jesus. Come on. You and this, I'm gonna tell you what God showed me. If you are unequally yoked in these relationships, you are more dangerous to that unsaved man and that unsaved woman than they are to you because you are you were bought with a price. That's right. Yes, and if God got to remove them and take them, allow them to be taken out of here to get you. And when God showed me that, I was like, oh, oh, you better we're say that now. Dangerous because you got to remember we're, we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're allowing them to tap into the anointing illegally. Mm-hmm. You better say that They're now. robbing us. They're stealing. Yes. And a lot of times we make God show me, you know, I always put it back on me. I didn't realize this, but this relationship, this individual have become an idol in my life because God showed me whatever you can't let go of for me, you have now made that thing your idol. And the Bible says that God says what? Thou shall not serve no other God besides me. And he means that. I don't know why he's saying it because we are in a very sensitive time right now. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, his word is true. Job went through that whole thing. We gotta get to that word because we we are in a very sensitive. What Jesus says when they asked him, "What was the you know the signs of the last days?" He said, "Will be that as the days of Noah." And if you look at what's going on, it 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 it, kind of looks like it. Mm-hmm. And this is not to put fear into anybody, but it's to say the whole purpose of everything that, if I can say what we say, what we're saying is be transparent before yes. God. Yes. We say keep it real. That's it. Because he already we, know. 
He know what you're doing. If you have an issue with fornication, tell him, look, Lord, it's me again. I, I done messed I up. Like, I, I messed up again. You already know I'm in love I with this like man, Lord, and he's my weakness. If no. you have an issue with smoking, Lord, take this nicotine spirit me. from no. me. Help me. Look, be honest with him because he already know he just want to hear from you. Right. That's and it. But that's the problem. We'll be honest We'll with keep everybody well, else. some of us. We'll some keep real with one another, but then we'll, you know, that's it. We won't it. keep real with God. But the same people we keeping it real with is they the same people that's telling it. all yeah. your business <laughs> and throwing them daggers in your mouth. Look, they want to know. 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 Not not only, oh, that, not only that, I said it. I said it last night too. I said no. We like to play the bargaining chip game with good God. Mm-hmm. God, you do this, I'm gonna do that. Right. God, you do this for me. I, I got you over here. Right. Just, like, you like you time, Lord, and I right. Like, Lord, you Come know, Lord, now? Just, just let me go out there, and I got it. You know, just don't kill me when I go do it this time, though. <laughs> Like this, this is how this is, is this what you're gonna do? Like, no, like I need you to get your life right. Right. <laughs> That's what right. I need you to do. Be honest. See, I, don't, I don't like pain. I, right. I, I don't have a high some people have a high, you know, tolerance. tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't have a high pain tolerance. So he know what me, he know if he hit me. And I'll be able to, oh, you know, I just don't like that pain. Mm-hmm. So when he how he taught me this last time to make sure I won't go back. Cause you know how you you feel you get feel like mm-hmm. you got a little afraid. Mm-hmm. And you go on back. Cause yeah. you know you, then that's you know, but the pain kept it seemed like it was getting worse and worse. And this last time that thing, I remember I come I can remember being bowled up in the bed and to feel like, oh my God, I felt like the light. Like, I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, Lord, like, I felt like I literally could not breathe. And I was like, Lord, you gotta help me. Cause I'm not gonna make it. Like, I felt like my mind just, ev- everything, because he was saying, I'm gonna turn up the heat. Ooh. Ooh. So hot. I'm allowed the enemy. I'm allowed, see, people don't, I'm gonna allow. Satan to rip your tail to the point, mm-hmm. Joe. That you ain't. If you look at it, you're gonna talk. If it comes mm-hmm. in right. your you're gonna turn because you're gonna remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what yeah. it took for you to get free, and mm-hmm. that's what we have to understand. Maintain your liberty, your freedom. When yes. the sun sets free, is free indeed. Mm-hmm. Why get delivered and then go right back into the same situation that God brought you out of? You know, to me, you like abuse. Right. And I had to real, but then there was something wrong with me, and people don't realize. Get out my look, business. Look, I love, I'm just saying, she, she in every conversation, she get did Get out this. my business. You she do. But what they call them people that like to begin be a massacre something like that i can't remember yeah. but they just need they have a they they don't feel right if it's not drama in it and the guy just show me now like, i don't like drama but something in me lives for the drama if it was mm-hmm. no drama i didn't know how to function because i was in it for so long it was right. always it. constant drama some mm-hmm. people can't take being at peace because it's not normal for them yeah. what should right. be normal uh it's not normal because we've made dysfunction we have made friends with dysfunction and mm-hmm. god is saying get free where are you get free yeah that's it that's let me it. tell you something free. this is why i said you was in my business 
in the first church I was in, I was there for 11 years. Okay. And when I say I went through major spiritual abuse, like I said, she became my mother-in-law. So I was getting abused from her as well as my husband. So I'm getting it all around. Was in that church for 11 years, left. When I left, well, actually, she put me out. So <laughs> after being put out of the church, um, <laughs> I preached a sermon. And right before I preached that sermon, I prayed and I asked the Lord my purpose. And he said my purpose was to build and to travel. I preached that in 2013. And I ended up in another church going through the same thing. And when I sent that sermon, because Facebook got a way of sending you your memories. <laughs> I sent that sermon to Coco and I said, this is why. Because when you don't learn your lesson the first time, he has seen you in the cycle. I went back to another church, went through the same thing, got put out the church. She said, you did it to yourself. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mind your business too. But, <laughs> but I get it. I did it to myself. If the Lord already showed me what my purpose was, why did I ended up end up right back under control, mm -hmm. right back under abuse, right back under the negativity, right back under somebody dictating to me. Mm. He freed me from it and turned around and went right back to it because we familiar. Mm, familiar spirits. That's it. Because you we familiar and we don't want to take the risk and step out on faith and do what God is telling us to do. So he brought me right back into the cycle and got put out the second church. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So now I walk in complete liberty and I'm doing what the Lord has caused me to do. Praise to build and to travel. Thank no. you, Jesus. <laughs> because people don't realize, you know, soul ties strongholds are so real. You know, you can, you can have soul ties to a church. You can have yep. so, you know, and you can separate from somebody and still be tied to them. Right. And what happens is until that soul tie is broken, you're going to attract that familiar spirit. See, people, we have this analogy that we don't get out of our conversations. <laughs> Wait, when did you start listening to our podcast? You only just started listening to our yeah, podcast. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So she did not listen to <laughs> no, our we podcast. We this told her God. nothing. We told her absolutely nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, we say opposites attract. But Holy Spirit showed me opposites don't attract. Familiarity is what attracts. Exactly. Uh, when we're talking about, you know, we got all of this law of attract. No, mm -hmm. you attract who you are. Yes. You attract. So there is something in you that attracted that. Yeah. You That's two right. may share a bond. You know, they call it trauma bonds. And I realized mm -hmm. me and my ex, we both experienced molestation as a child. We both mm -hmm. experienced a sort uh, kind of a, re you know, rejection and abandonment. So those traumas bonded us together, which was dysfunction. Mm -hmm. So and you got two toxic people mm -hmm. that's unhealed. Right. 
So until you, you know, break the cycle, because even though you break up with this person, you're going to attract something similar to it. The faces right. change, but That's situational it. change. You go to this That's church, it. if you don't break the tie, the soul tie from the attachment right. off of that church, because when you join, Anything mm -hmm. you're joined to anything that's the covenant. It's the covenant. That's it. Thank you. It's the covenant. Just because yeah. you leave don't mean the covenant is broken in the right. spiritual realm. You have to dismantle, break that covenant. Break, the covenant. break that down. God yeah. even showed me that even sometimes the words we spoke up speak out of our mouth in anger. Mm. Now we repent, mm -hmm. but you released it. But right. what he said was. We clean up in the natural, but it's still lingering in a spiritual room. Okay. So what the enemy does, because we know he's the accuser of the brother. Mm -hmm. Well, look, Lord, because she said she done cussed out so-and-so, so-and-so. Mm -hmm. Now, you know you repented, but in the spiritual room, it's still there. So even going as far as snatching, I snatch out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every ungodly, idle word that I've spoken out of my mouth in anger. Mm -hmm. Or out of ignorance, out of the realms of the spirit, and any fruit that mm -hmm. it might have produced as far as mm -hmm. or is going to produce, I snatched that out. And you got to curse that thing and command yes. it to fall to the ground. Because God was showing me a lot of times, and this is how cycles and generational curses start too. Mm -hmm. I got so much stuff. I, I, I need Ooh, to. You coming back? Don't worry about it. You're coming back. Don't worry. You are definitely coming back. It's so true, though. It's so so true we yeah. have to curse them thing curse the residue of that thing so it does not linger That's it's it. a root to everything and if we don't curse that residue of it it's gonna, it's gonna manifest, manifest it's gonna itself it's still there Mm. But but Lord people don't Jesus. people don't think that that that's what happens, right? And it gets know? passed down. It may not happen with you, but that's where those generational curses come from. So now it's going down to your children and right. their children. Somebody has to break the cycle. That's it. Kill it from. And the I believe yeah. we in the generation where um we are breaking the cycles because now we have where we have a greater understanding mm -hmm. you know that's why i tell people you get a relationship because a lot of people have a relationship with jesus and not holy spirit mm -hmm. and you need right. the holy spirit i always i call the holy spirit like your gps like you need you need the holy spirit, the holy spirit will tell you every like always he will show you everything would tell you everything but the point is are you able to receive it can you discern yeah. You know, when he's showing you something, because a lot of times we ask God, Lord, show me now. We be show me this, and God show you. Are you ready? And you be like, well, no, that ain't the Lord. You yeah. know, that's the enemy. Because we have this theory too. If it's chaotic, it's not God. Hmm. If, you know, if it's peaceful, it's God. And that's not always true because when I read my Bible, them people was in some chaotic situations, but God was in it. That's it. So just because I mean, it's peaceful don't always mean no that that's God. Because now Satan comes as the angel of light too. Yes, so that's why you need the Holy Spirit to be able to discern. And the I'm sorry, Coco, you was going to say something. Yeah, 
No, I was just gonna say, I mean, you gotta know the real from the counterfeit. You know, what I mean that it's too many counterfeits walking around and people accepting the counterfeit instead of instead of going for the real. At the end of the at the end of the day, just like you said, I mean, um, if, if you gotta go there, the chaotic situations, you got Gideon. You got Moses when he told him to go get the people. You got, uh, I mean, uh, it's a whole lot. David and Goliath, that was chaotic too. Yeah. You somebody, you coming in here with a slingshot. This dude, a whole giant, like right. what, what the slingshot supposed to do? You know Elijah, I mean? uh, Elijah, 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 right. like, you know, Samson, can, can we talk uh, about yeah, yeah, Moses building the whole ark? Like, right, let's, let's just ark. go there. Like, he's building the whole ark because I'm telling you, I'm about to kill everybody. I'm finna right. just cause a massive flood. Everybody's gonna die, right. and y'all gonna be the only one living. Right. Yeah, I mean, all of this stuff. If you sit back and look at it, he gave you warning after warning. I mean, let's think about it. Lot's wife. Maybe it gave you water, and you was you were crazy enough to look back. What you looking back for? Right. But Coco, you can't see people don't want to hear that part, that side of God. No, God is love. God is love, but I tell you, God fights. Yes, you got to read your word. My clip, Bishop, you know, he'd be like, read your Bible, young man. You read the word, right? Right, and Holy Spirit comes to people in different ways. So the way he speaks lately in this season, he come to me and I feel other people's pain. Mm -hmm. And when I say the pain is severe to the point where it's knocking me off my feet, like if you would have felt the pain that I felt just last night and it lingered into today Mm -hmm. and I said, Coco, the last time I felt this pain, it was a miscarriage involved. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the first time it happened, though. Mm-mm. So she was like, contact this person. And I did. The person was just getting out the hospital when she's pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Now, the way he speaks to Coco... He just he just comes. She just get quiet, and I'm like, okay, God, why you got to deal with me with pain? Because I am non tolerant of pain altogether. I'm I'm like you, Chandra. I don't like pain. I don't like medication. I'm non I'm non tolerant. But in this season where he is bringing my anointing, is it's coming from pain. Different coming from pain, and it's so funny that you asked her that. But I'm gonna tell you what he just said in the midst of you asking her that, in the midst of that, he is birthing something new through you out of your pain. And at the end of the day, at the end, at the end of the day, there's power in your pain, so you can't, you can't, the power that he needs you to possess in this season is coming from the pain, right? And that's you're gonna have to endure the pain just a little while. Just a little while. You're going to have to endure the pain. That's how it got to go. He couldn't come to me in that area because I walk around in it every day. That's that's something that I already endure. So that that part had to come to you. He's dealing with me in a whole different ball game. He's like, look, 
I need you to get back over here where I was giving you open visions. And now that's where I'm, that's where I'm going back to. He got me back in that spiel where I'm on my face. He dropped a name. I'm I'm praying and crying out for people. That's where he got me back at. Mm. And at the end of the at the end of the day, when he birthed something out through you and it's coming out painfully, do, do you have no idea what comes from that but you get ready to experience it you think you're experiencing something now that is nothing it's, it's all about because of what we said that we chose that we were going to do and because that's what we chose to say yes to this is what's taking place at the end of the day when it's all said and done when you come out of the refiner's fire you come out like gold and that's what it's gonna be the job ain't over and it ain't finished yet this is just the beginning and that's Look, I was trying to be quiet. Leave me be, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Mind my business. A I was giving of, a testimony. But anyway. This <laughs> kind of add on to what Coco said. Remember, you know, when a woman is in labor, it's painful. It is. You know, them contractions be, you know. So just look at it as it's called, you know, birthing. In order to birth something, you have to go <laughs> through the pain. I'll never forget the winter, January 2018. The Lord was like, oh, he said, I'm going to teach you how to birth people, places, and things out in prayer. Yeah, come on now. And I was like, oh, okay. Not knowing. <laughs> That that was gonna be the start. Oh, okay. Chaotic, crazy. Like what? I'm about, I mean, warring. I had never. Yes. Like, I just was yeah. like, oh my god. But yes. so, this is the thing about know, the birthing too, because he's been dealing with me with that. Um, so you still in my business, but um, <laughs> but birthing is the most dangerous surgery that a woman can go through because it's dealing with life and death, mm. and he's it's cultivating, it's dealing with your insides being rebirthed. And and he had to die and be rebirthed in order for us to have life. So it's dealing with development. It's, it's dealing with so many parts of you, and you have to prepare. You have yeah. to prepare for it. So if you don't go through the pain, you're not going to endure the blessing. I need you to speak. Say that one more time. Say say that for the folks in the cheap seats. Go ahead. Say it one if you don't endure the pain, you're not going to endure the blessing. So I do, I get it 100%. But when I tell you, I didn't recognize it until we hit the day of consecration. Yeah. And I said, Coco, the Lord just revealed something to me. The last two times I was in this pain, there was a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. He even dealt with me with the miscarriage. And I was like... I, he 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 said to me, "Did not I still produce the seed? I just had to deal with those people <laughs> differently. I had to love on them a little more. I had to nurture them a little more. There's I still produce the seed. They're and, and still a, a mother. And look, Charlotte, the part that she's leaving out is, it was four of us actually pregnant around about the same time." Wow. And, and all four of us had a miscarriage. Um, literally, all four of us had a miscarriage. 
and that's that's the thing she like that's that's the part we never let i never told anybody so i see t face to see like what <laughs> so that's the part that we never we never let anybody know that that's what i was dealing with because i was i was pregnant uh and three more ladies were pregnant around about the same time we might have been a couple weeks apart from each other right and all wait, four wait, of us you was feeling the you was feeling the pain prior how when did you the way it happened? I had I was dealing with her morning sickness, like I laid down and enjoyed making it <laughs> so <laughs> I was already dealing with her morning sickness, but she started having different type pain. And the week before she was going to the doctor, I had came out to Virginia and I got real sick. I mean, all I could do was lay in the bed was in so much pain mm -hmm. so she went to the doctor that following week and she miscarried when i say when i got that call all i could do is cry then i we had somebody on the show and that couple of days later i got real sick again and same she thing. was going to the doctor and the same thing happened same thing Wow. Yep. And all, all of our situations are literally the same. Before it was time to go for the first, what they call the initial woohoo checkup, mm -hmm. all of us miscarried right before. And so you were the intercessor then. I was the, the intercessor. What the Bible says, that the strong bear the infirmities, you know, of and the week. And recognize what it was. Yeah. On the and, first, when we started consecration, I said, Coco, every time the Lord just showed me this, every time I went into this sickness, this really bad pain, there was a miscarriage. And he had already been dealing with me with the birthing. So last night, um, when it hit again, I just began to pray. And then I sent her a text because even in praying and binding up the spirit of death, it, I, it, the name still wasn't revealed to me. Mm -hmm. So he used us together a lot. So when I sent her the text and she told me to check on the person, the person was literally just getting out the hospital because she was cramping. Yeah. And she was, but she did not lose her baby. So yeah. I, because I recognized and was able to intercede on her behalf, she, she's still holding her it's, it's, it's just like, you know, it's, it, I tell, we talk about it all the time amongst each other, <laughs> you know, right. that it's funny how he moves the intricate ways that he moves mm -hmm. and the way that he's doing it. And I know, I know that everything that he's doing right now is very strategic, yeah. you know what I mean? Regardless of what it was. And just like I told her, for her, her pain that she's dealing with, my pain in this season was different. My pain was the miscarriage, but even in the miscarriage, I still, I still sat back and said, okay, I'm going to continue to trust you, you know, and that, you know, is a hard place. It's a hard place to get to a place where you're like, but this is what you promised. Right. You know, and how, you know, I know what you said, this is what you promised. And then it, it just felt like it got pulled away. And then um, I, I, at, at the end of the day, I was like, even in, even in that. I still have to trust you. And I know that my response to that did something for me. 
Yes. You know, I, I don't know what it did in the spirit realm, but in a natural sense, it did something for me. It showed me so that it showed me even another part of myself that I was still not aware of mm-hmm. because normally I would not have taken that that well. But I took it and and I'm OK. That's that's the good part. I'm OK. And then, you know, and I tell people all the time that it, it's OK not to be okay but i am I'm, but i'm okay and that and that's the thing uh what he's birthing out of me in this season is just 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 power for me and peace uh, and yeah and in a place of peace because that's that's I, I mean when i tell you um if it would not have been for the people that i do have intricately connected around me it may not have been so easy. Right. You know what I mean? And that's one of the things that I can say. And I know, I know I, she's a little bucket of water, but I'm going to go ahead and thank her. You know, Q, she, she know like this, this right here, like you don't even understand that chick right there. <laughs> and it's so funny how we got together, how we came together. It's funny. Like, I mean, you would think that we have known each other our whole entire lives. No, sir. How about y'all know each other? How long did y'all have y'all known? We've each only known each other for about a year, if that. Not and, and even. I mean, not we even. And if you would have thought that we really known each July, other, no, July of last year, we met at a church service talking about CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I approached her about some CBD yeah. oil. And we've been connected ever since. So it's just like, yeah. I mean, but I tell you, it's just the way that he chose to connect us. It started out with her, like she is, and her and this intercession thing she got going on. That's how it started. She interceded for me when I was getting ready to go have surgery because I told her what was going on. And she mm-hmm. was like, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in the gap and I'm gonna pray for you. She didn't even know me. You know what I mean? I'm going to stand in the gap and I'm going to pray for you. You make sure you stay in contact with me and let me know what's going on. And I did just that. I reached out to her and I said, hey, I, I had the surgery, but I'm still in the hospital. I had a lot of complications and I'm going to be in here for a while. But when I get out, I will link up with you and let you know that I'm out. And I did just that. So, wow. I mean, and we have been linked together ever since. Ever since. So, you know, and, and it's funny because, like I said, he'll show her something. And she'll she'll start the vision, but I finish it. And it's it's just that's that's what it is. And she be like, "What? Like, see, look, you know what?" I be like, "Yeah, okay, we getting off the phone. It's time to go to bed now." Yeah, that's that's what we do. So I mean, like I said, it's 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 funny how he working in this yes. season. So we just sit back and we laugh at what he do now. But he's always been strategic. Very always. So. Very. He's he's Amen. very he's very on point with that, yeah. So uh, have we already scheduled for her to be back? I just need to know a date real quick. <laughs> I don't want to miss nothing. I feel like mercy. Well, we well, we are about to we're gonna get the schedule full for July because June Amen. is done. June schedule is done, uh, but we are going to get the schedule worked out for July, and we're gonna have a back. This um, has been such a blessing. And yeah. so encouraging. I I know our viewers are just enjoying and knowing how much God has put his arms around each of us Amen. so, so much right Amen. now. Amen. So thank you. Thank you all. So 
Apostle Prophetess, we thank you for Yay. coming on the show. We are thank so excited, but we're me. definitely going to have you back. back. Yes. Thank you, guys. I had so much fun. Oh my yeah, God. I'm glad. Yes, it's been a pleasure. You yes. you were so, when I say you were so spot on, literally, you, oh my God. you came in from months of conversations yes. that we have had. Wow. And, and that's how God does it, though. That's great confirmation. Yeah. We so have came in from months of conversations <laughs> right. that we have had. And that's just funny because we ain't talked to you. So, I mean, no, I started watching our podcast. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. I mean, that's how God does. We know it. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just so phenomenal. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm always excited when I get to um, meet of my other brothers and sisters in Christ because it's about connections. A lot of times we limit our uh, the move of God in our life mm -hmm. because we we just want to stick to what's familiar. Yeah. Sometimes God says, I know you, you know, you're familiar with them. You got love for them, but it's sheep over here. I need you to connect with because for this next level, this is who I need you to connect with. So I've met some awesome, you know, men and women through social media. Some I've never even met in person because we're in different locations, but you wouldn't even be able to tell that. It's like, wow, I feel like I've known them for forever. Right. That's well, look, look, do you do you have any announcements coming up? Like, do you have anything coming oh, up that you yeah. want to share with the people? Yes. Well, um, my ministry, um, I have a ministry, Roaring Women Win. We're doing our first women's conference August the 7th on a Saturday. Uh, it's the brunch and the theme that God gave me was a rose that grew from the concrete. Okay. Mm. So okay. We have some dynamic women, sisters that's going to um be speaking. Um so the is it in person up. or is it virtual? Or is it's it, in person. It's, it's in, in person. person. Okay. But you're in Germany, uh, right? Yeah, but I was gonna do both because I know some I have friends, like I said, that they they're not here like they're in different locations so i was gonna probably set it up where um you will it you can see it virtually as well because i'm believing god for i'm big on deliverance and seeing right. people you know um set free you know right. that's that's my desire that's how i love to see when god has healed somebody delivered yes. It excites me. I know people be, I mean, I'm excited when they bless for businesses. Right, right. But, but when I see somebody truly yes, being excites me free too, yes. and delivered Amen. and, you know, God has made them, that, it just gives my heart joy because um, you can have all that other stuff and still be bound. That's it. That's it. You know, so um, I'm excited about that. That's coming up, so I'm in preparation with that. Also, uh, Monday nights at 8, um, I have what um, I call prayer boot camp, where um, basically, because a lot of times people ask, you know, I get quiet. Well, how do you pray like that? How do I pray? Or how? So just different, as God gives me, through the word of God, different prayer strategies, because, you know, everybody... If you, you know, just going through the different battles, you know, wherever God leads me, but basically teaching people, you know, how to pray, 
um majority warfare prayers because a lot of people don't know how to war. Come on, with you know, it. spirit. Some people don't understand. Is that virtual? You do it live? No, that's live. I go on Facebook Live with that. Okay. So what we need you to do is link us. Yes. Yeah. Send us the link. If you got this stuff on flyer, send us the flyer so we can repost I definitely it. will. Coco, I got to add you to the... um. I got to add you as my Facebook friend and add you to our group. Oh, please um, do. Word of women. Yeah, or maybe women. we can have you come from here one Monday night yeah. so that we can... um go live go like, live and do it yeah because we are here we are yeah because we go live on we have shows on monday nights as well at eight so yeah. i mean that would be the perfect oh, time okay. yeah just come on and, and come on with it we yeah. we'll go all the way in yeah Real and, I'm doing, and god gave me something strategic with that because last year i just i was the main one teaching it but this this year you know He's linking me with different people because sometimes people need to hear different perspectives, different voices. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, Roaring Women Win, when it's a collective of women of, of God um, from different ministries, um, just, you know, different, you know, God used them differently. But, you know, one of the things I realized God is using me to bridge the gap between women because preferably women of God, sometimes we could be so divided. We could be so judgmental towards mm -hmm. one another. And mainly it's because of trauma not being healed, you right. know? So I might be calling on you guys. Mm -hmm. Hey, this Monday, I'm going to need you to, you know, because I, that's what, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, you should be able to share. Yeah, just let them know. You know, we're all one body. Some people don't oh, know this mine. I ain't letting no. No, I need somebody else to do it. Let me hear what you say. Okay, we're gonna give your prayer point, whatever you know, because people are hungry, and I yeah. feel like it's not only one person can't do it. It's going to. It takes a team. That's right. That's so that's, that's what right. I. Hey, all right. Well, we, we ready. We got you. Yes. I mean, and and you chose a good date for your conference because that's my anniversary date. So yes, I'm so excited. Yes. Uh so yeah, I you chose a really good date. I mean, we we gotta get you on because our we have a prophetic conference coming up in July. But so I'm gonna go ahead and, and stick a, a pin in it and go ahead and ask you now. You know, next year's roster is gonna be really good, and we're trying to fill it up for the prophetic conference next year. So we okay. would like to have you on the roster, ma'am. We yeah, so oh. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a nice little lineup of speakers next year. Um, and this one, the one next year is gonna be in person. So yes, uh, this one is virtual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one is well, make sure you guys send me the link and stuff so we can. Um, oh yeah, we got put it you. in the group and stuff. So I want you know people. I did to... put that in the group. Um, I you gotta I... keep sharing though, Queen. You be sharing the one. You gotta remember everybody is sharing. You gotta share the closer and closer. You know you gotta do it a couple times because it's down. You know everybody else is sharing. So it's <laughs> only so. I know if you if they like me. Sorry. I only scroll, but so far down with timeline. Like, <laughs> so if it don't catch me, you know, right this, like, oh, I, or tag, you know, yeah. but you got to share it kind of the closer you get to it. I say do it the day, day before, day of, whatever, so we could be reminded. Okay. Right. I so will do that, ma'am. In our <laughs> announcements before we go, we yeah. have. 
what what we got going on. Okay, so we have um next Monday. Are we we got anybody for Monday coming? What's the date? I okay, know the me have Prophetess Deborah Gaston's coming. That's the sixteenth. Um, I have where y'all are interviewing Miss Coco. I'm gonna have to interrupt real quick. Yeah, I'm ahead. at two percent. Uh, this is one of the most awesome calls I've been on. And unfortunately, I didn't plug up for this one. Um, you guys are incredible. I love each and every one of you. And I'm so looking forward to seeing you back. Um, thank you so much. But you all have an awesome and incredible night. God stay with each of you. All right. Good night. Good night. Okay. Good night. So our announcements are on the 14th, where you are interviewing me on the 14th. Um, what you're interviewing? Who? Coco. Quint is actually Coco. interviewing me on the board. Oh my gosh, her book coming out. Um, yeah. and her book is coming out at the end of the July, early August. Um, and we will be interviewing her. She has a powerful, powerful testimony. So yes, I'm excited. Oh That'll be on the 14th. On the 16th, you said we have Deborah. Yes. Prophetess okay. Deborah Baskin coming. And then on the 17th, Q has a interview on Unapologetically Free. Okay. Um, oh, okay. That's on the 17th. That is also a conference and it's virtual. Um, so she'll have to send you the link. You can register for it. It's free. Um, okay. Uh, that one is at 7 o'clock, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then on the 21st, we have um, Giovanni Griffin and Overseer Kimberly McWilliams coming on with us that night. Mm -hmm. And the topic of the night is, it's my winning season. Mm -hmm. um, so that is what we are, that we're going to go in that night too. And I don't think we have anybody for the 23rd. No. Yeah. On so the, the 26th, the 26th, we have our men's conference yep. and we have some men and a female giving their testimony on sexual abuse yes. and how they wow. and then we have a powerful anointed yes. man of God out of Hampton, yep. Virginia Coco My spiritual father, Apostle oh, yeah. Mark Page he'll be bringing the word that night and that starts wow. at 6, six o'clock that yeah. night um, oh, so we God. are super excited about that and then in July busy for the kingdom over <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Awesome. And, then, and then in July on the 24th, we have the our first prophetic conference that is yes. going to be virtual. Um, and we have Overseer Kimberly McWilliams, my spiritual mom, Apostle Anita Page. We have Apostle Shalanda Williams. Oh, my gosh. And then we have Apostle Patricia Marsh. When I yes. tell you this is a heavy lineup, it's a heavy lineup. Yes. Oh, I'm about to be. I, gotta, I definitely I have to. Yes. Yeah, so we are so super excited. And that one is going to start at 7 o'clock that night. So I will make sure that Q gets you all the, the links to everything yes. so that you okay. can have them. But we are super excited, and it was such a pleasure to meet you. Oh my um, gosh, you too, Coco. And it'll be so nice to have you back. So yeah, we're going to set you up to bring you back in July because July yes. the calendar is open to set for the conference. So yeah, yes. okay, and I would love to. September thirtieth. Um, I'm actually doing my okay. um, book signing. Books. No, is it a book sign? Yes, well, book signing. Yes, okay, it's a book, signing. book signing slash. It's going to be the launch of my um fourth book. book. My fourth book. And it's called Oh my gosh, Quinn. Yeah, it's called Exposed to Humility. 
So it's a part two of my life, um, overcoming the mask. That one's out now. So this mm-hmm. one's the part two of it. And yep. yes, it's completely. So we are super excited. And yep. then um, I know that. Oh, let me go ahead and give the bigums up to my sister, Tamika Brown, elder Tamika Brown in Hampton, Virginia. They are having a save single in seeking conference awesome. in September from the 9th to the 11th. That is going to be in D.C. I did just post all the information while we was doing the show for you guys to see it. So if you are saved, single, and seeking, please go to the conference. I promise you, you won't be bored. Um, so, yes, uh, that's that's going to be super exciting for them. They have a lineup of great speakers that are going to be there for that as well. And I'm so super excited just for them, uh, just for what God is doing in and through them Um what what can you say? God is God is doing some awesome stuff, and and just prepare to sit back and and watch, because he is far from done. So yeah, yes he is. All right, people. Well, that's it for tonight. All right, good night. Have a good night. You guys too. Good night.